the iHeartMedia Complex on WTKS-FM, HD1, Coco Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. The rumors continue that the Franz family is quietly exploring the idea of selling NASCAR. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It's the start of the Phillips file. This one for Wednesday. That's Wednesday, August 8th. Yeah, it says the first here. Oh, it's last Pinky. week. Oh, Fritz. No, oh, it's not Fritz. How is it Fritz's fault? I think we all know. Wednesday, oh, August 8th, year 2018. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to... Take your phone calls and listen to your stuff, whatever your stuff might happen to be this afternoon. News and current events. We'll go down that road if you want to. Let's talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine. We'll find many other things to discuss. We always do so. Take part in the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. Pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. That's our website. Send us a text on anything at any time. I promise we'll look at it. We may use it on the air. That's Real Mobile 77031 on the phones, long distance, toll free. one 1041 for those of you in the metro, 407-916-1041. Mo's here. She has news yes, in a few minutes. Sir? Jack is with us. Pinkman is here. <clears throat> Excuse me, later in the program, right after the news with Mo, that bonus round of closest to the pin, your opportunity to win a You Matter business card. Good fortune for the rest of your life if you do win by beating Pinkman. Bad luck for 24 hours if you lose. That's followed by Jack's audio file. We have the regular round of closest to the pin today, Wednesday meaning. We talk with Scott Maxwell for a few minutes after 5.30. He writes the Taking Names column for the Orlando Sentinel. We'll continue our conversations with Scott. And Shot Doctor comes in for uh, Shot Doctor um, speed round and Shot Doctor casting call. And then he's followed by the five-minute professor. And then we got PPT, and then we go home. We hand it over to Tom and Dan, so there you go. Busy, busy, Mark busy. your calendars. Oh. Mark. <clears throat> uh, Twiggy, a, a water-seeing squirrel from Orlando, is hanging up her skis for good. No. Yeah, Twiggy. Been water skiing forever. Uh, but uh, Twiggy has one last trip around the, a uh, rip around the uh, pool. <laughs> now get a load of this, mark your calendars, and I'm not being paid for this, but be that as it may. Twiggy the squirrel, the water skiing squirrel. Yeah. Has been, will make two final appearances at the Orlando Boat Show. <laughs> one on August 18th, another Sunday, August 19th. Twiggy will ski Saturday at noon. 2 p.m., 4 p.m., 6 p.m., Sunday, 11 a.m., 1 p.m., 3 p.m. That's it for Twiggy. What? Then what happens? Uh, Twiggy goes into retirement. Twiggy's just one of a long line of water skiing squirrels who took up the name and the massive responsibility of bravely strapping on tiny skis and carving the wake behind a little remote-controlled boat. At some point in the near future, a new squirrel will likely be chosen to take up the rope 
but not Twiggy. Twiggy, it's... If Twiggy's retiring, shouldn't we interview her? I'm her, trying him? to line that up, as a matter of fact, but uh, it we might be later today this. or tomorrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'd like to, because I don't know, you know, I mean, I've been to the boat. If I go to the boat show, I'm going to buy a boat. Nope. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and I don't have anything, you know, if you want to buy a boat, buy a boat, good for you. I My, my days of buying boats are uh, are over with, I think. Bought a Unless boat I didn't went even there. put it in the water. Remember that boat? Never even had it in the water one time before you saw it. I'm going to talk to Twiggy later in the afternoon mm-hmm. if I can find her. Right. Uh, let's see. So, yeah, I have had boats that I you know you never bought had... and put in the yeah. driveway and looked out the window and said, I'm not putting that thing in the water. And, yeah, I do remember. <laughs> and sold it. Uh-huh. So, uh, there you go. Probably on at least two occasions that I can think of. I just get the fever, like everybody does. In the spring. Sounds it's nice. Usually spring. Uh-huh. Usually spring. Beautiful weather, nice to be on the water. Beautiful. Think about going fishing, doing all that kind of stuff. You and boats. Yeah, it doesn't really work. Don't you have a story that you bought a boat and sold a boat and never used the boat? This is what we're talking about. How long did you have it? Oh, maybe a week. Oh, that's it? That that quick one, but then there were others. You sell it for a profit? I've had others. Mm. No. Then what? Then I had (laughs) one boat, then I had a boat. <laughs> I had a John boat. It's real nice John boat. I used that prob- that boat probably. And I've sailed boats. I've had motor boats. I've had. I've never had a big yacht, a yacht. or a you know oh. real nice boat. They've all been you know. I've had Hobie cat sailboats, catamarans. I mean, and I've had John. You know, I had a John. I loved the John boat. It was just an outboard motor and uh, aluminum uh, boat, and off you go, go fishing, go anywhere. And uh, yeah, I sold it. No, I didn't sell. It. I had it up for sale. What happened to it? Someone stole it. No, I didn't know. Nobody stole it. He said, yeah, yeah, I like it. I said, okay, I'll take a $100 deposit to hold it for you until you come back and pick it up. And he came back, and uh, he was all pissed off. Why? I don't know. He was all pissed off because, uh, you know, he discovered who I was. This was years and years ago, probably 25 years ago. Yeah. And uh, so, he, so he got all tore. Yeah, I don't know, just because of me. It had, didn't have anything to do with the boat. The boat was in great condition. Mm-hmm. He said, oh, I'm not going to buy the boat. And stupid me, I gave him his hundred dollars back. No, you did not. I didn't think I was so mad. As a matter of fact, Catherine will back me up on this. I actually went outside with a uh, with a uh, a um, let me get a shovel shovel handle, a sledgehammer, because I was gonna be, I was gonna beat <laughs> out the headlights of his car. Well, that's really <laughs> mature. And that's a great option. Then you give know. him the hundred dollars here. Buy new headlights. Well, you know what I should have done. So, well, you're not getting your hundred dollars back. I should have said, well, you're not getting your hundred dollars back that's because right. you know I held on to this for a couple of days. I've had some other offers, but I held on to it because you gave me a hundred dollars. I should have just taken the hundred dollars and ripped it right in front of his face. But Ooh. stupid me. Now I told him, you know, I give him the hundred dollars back. I said, get the you know blankety blank property, right? and get off now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> not that I have too much of it. Somebody's temper. got an anger management issue. Mo. That really pissed me off. You're married to him. Uh, no. <laughs> he doesn't go after people with shovel handles, at least. No, bare knuckles. I saw that <laughs> Hannah Gadsby special again last night on Netflix. Watched it again. Nice. I did. Mm-hmm. Catherine hadn't seen it, and I said I was thinking about watching it again anyway, oh. and uh, she said, I'd like to see it, and uh, I think it's absolutely terrific. Yeah, it's called it, Nanette. Yeah. By Hannah Gadsby, who's which, a comedian, Australian comedian. Which she handles in the first minute of it. <laughs> Yeah. She explains why. But uh, what'd your wife think of it? Loved it. Yeah. yeah there's uh, a lot to love there. Yeah. it's. Uh, I saw her history. You know, I was looking her up uh, on uh, Wiki or something, and she 
she cut her teeth in the fringe festival movement. I can see that. You know, in Australia and all over the place, she was fringing it up all over uh, the globe. Um, and I wondered if this hour or hour and a half of her stand-up is um, like many of the fringe shows where she's more of a storyteller. The story? She tells yeah. a story? Yeah. She's I mean, a t- essentially telling a story about how she's giving up comedy. And, uh, you know, she spent many, many, many years um, making jokes, lesbian jokes, so to speak, to get a laugh. And uh, she explains why she's uh, she's not going to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's uh, I think it's fantastic. It's it's worthy of watching. It's called Nanette. And Hannah Gadsby is the stand-up, the comedian, the storyteller. It's on uh, Netflix. Let's see. What else do we have? NASCAR. Ask. I read today, I want to see that, because there's a continuing story about Brian sale. in France, mm-hmm. and because uh, we were wondering about uh, Jim France or James France. How is he's he related over, to Brian? He's the uncle. Right. He's uh, Brian's uncle. Oh, Brian. And uh, James France may have more of uh, a financial interest in NASCAR than Brian does. As a matter of fact, I think it says somewhere in the article here somewhere that Brian may have sold his interest, sold off his interest in uh, NASCAR. And they, they mentioned in May, Reuters reported that the France family was quietly exploring the idea of selling NASCAR. Now, I didn't know this, but NASCAR has a number of positive attributes, according to financial analysts. It may be uh, a family business, but uh, the organization has professional marketing and sales teams that are widely respected. I don't think there's any question about that. But uh, viewership is down, attendance at the tracks is down, as it is for uh, for most sports. Mm. <clears throat> it's just a changing attitude. Usually, I think, I mean, the average age for a NASCAR fan is 58. But it says it's media rights, meaning NASCAR. It's uh, media rights also retain value besides the main NASCAR Cup Series. NASCAR has other lower uh, racing series. But one of the things I found interesting, I didn't know if they sold NASCAR, that doesn't mean they sell the tracks. That's owned by another company. The track, the physical track itself? Right. Now, I don't know whether the France family has a controlling interest in that company, but they own the there's a company that owns the property, the tracks, I think 13 of the tracks, but it's the France family that essentially owns the, if you want to call it the rules, the book, Mm. the you know, whatever you, I, I don't even know how to how to describe it. So anyway, we'll see what happens there. Let's see what else. Big uh, congressional race, still undecided. Looks like the Republican will pull it off yep. in Iowa. If so, we'll find out in a week or so. Pay up. And I'll have to pay Pinky a dollar. But <laughs> if you're a Republican, uh, this is the canary in the coal mine mm. because uh, this has been a Republican district for the past 30 years. And uh, Donald Trump won it by 11 percentage points, and now you have less than one percentage point uh, in uh, between the Republican and, and Democratic candidates running for that congres- congressional district. So I think that's uh, a sign, bellwether, that I happen to believe a blue wave is coming uh, for the House of Representatives in the fall. We'll wait and see. You know, you know, I mean, the politics can turn on a, a dime. We all know that. Let's see what else. And uh, that's about it. Oh, yeah, there's a congressman, Republican congressman, got indicted today for um, insider trading. Insider trading. Yes. Uh, One of the biggest uh, Trump supporters out there in Congress. Last name is Collins. He's from New York. He's one of these uh, acolytes, Trump acolytes. Well, they nailed him. They indicted him today. He's already surrendered to authorities. 
Uh, Speaker Paul Ryan has taken him off uh, chairmanships of a couple of committees. So we'll see what happens then. Now, maybe in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't mean much, but it goes all it goes into the whole process of politics mm. where it plays into Democratic hands because Democrats say, hey, remember these guys? They wanted to drain the swamp, right? These are the guys that wanted to want to get rid of the fat cats. These are the guys that wanted to get rid of the crooks up there that were, you know, pilfering money off the government and this and that. Now we got this congressman, you know, Collins from New York, one of the biggest uh, supporters of Donald Trump. And uh, and they, and they've indicted him on felony charges. What do you think about that? Mm-hmm. Ah, it's the Phillips file on Real Radio one hundred four point one. Time for the news. Here's Mo. Oh, Jim, if you are a customer of Duke Energy, you better get with the technology or you're going to pay through the nose for it. What? Yeah. Customers of Duke Energy who refuse to allow the installation of smart meters on their house will have to pay extra. If you refuse, you will have to pay extra for your power. The Florida Public Service Commission says it's an opt-out tax. It'll cost you $96 up front and an extra $15 a month to keep that old analog meter. If you don't upgrade to the new smart thing, you're going to pay every which way. How much does that cost you? Uh, Well, I don't know. Utilities prefer these smart meters because they get real-time information without having to pay for a meter reader to go around your neighborhood. A human. But critics claim they're an invasion of privacy, they're vulnerable to hackers, and could be a threat to your health. Because they emit high-frequency radio waves. All right, fine. Then, uh, okay. If you don't want it, though, you got to pay, pay for it. First okay. up, you got to pay, pay for your privacy. About a, then about a hundred dollars up front, and then fifteen dollars a month. That's to keep the old current to keep the system. The old icky meter. But they'll what? They'll replace the meter. They're not going to charge you to replace it with their new meter, are they? I don't think so. Yeah. No. What's well, the deal? But if you refuse to allow a conspiracy. them, conspiracy. Alex Jones is probably. I don't know. Yeah. The red tide <laughs> outbreak on Florida's. <laughs> the red tide out. Your kids. Ba, 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 ba. Turn them into little devils. Turning them gay to send them to a slave colony on Mars. Tell them a mile away. Smell like sulfur. I'm so sorry. That's oh. Okay. The red tide outbreak on Florida's Gulf Coast continues to creep to the north. Now, Sarasota, I told you, was starting to get the red tide. Now they're under a respiratory alert. You know, we don't, uh, we don't, this is a big, big story, especially in South Florida. It's not a lot of attention is being paid in Central Florida, but it's probably headed up this way. It is. Uh, It started down in. And could be having a bigger effect than the BP oil spill on tourism. Right. It started down by Lee County, Fort Myers area. Then it went up to Charlotte County. Now it's in Sarasota County. And the National Weather Service in Ruskin, which is closer to Tampa, expects a shift could send this further north to Manatee County. And uh, usually, I mean, this time around, they think it's not going to go away anytime soon. Mm-mm. It started last November. It's been, you know, almost eight months or whatever. Well, this is climate change yeah. and warmer temperatures and all the garbage mm-hmm. that we pour in the water. That's right. That rubs the water of oxygen. It uh, has a lot to do with Lake Okeechobee, the RV Corps of Engineers, the... 
redirecting of fresh water. I mean, it's just, you know, it's a, it's a water ap- uh, apocalypse. A red tide bloom. Well, I mean, it's a, you know, a lot. I mean, it's a natural occurrence, but it's made worse because what we've done to the uh, the environment and the ecosystem. There's no question about that. Well, we now have I told you yesterday we had our fourth named storm of the 2018 Atlantic hurricane season. That's Debbie with a Y. It's a subtropical. What does that mean? I don't even well, know what that means, a subtropical right. storm. I, I think it's officially a tropical now. Oh. Uh, top winds 45 miles an hour. The good news? Where? It's located way already up in the North Atlantic. It okay. went zooming up past us and poses no threat to land at this time. Forecasters at the Hurricane Center down in Miami predict that Debbie with a Y will start to weaken tonight or early tomorrow and then dissipate. I'm so the predicting next one, it around Labor Day. Mm. Somewhere around Labor Day, usually a week, a week or two before and after Labor Day. That's yeah. when it, that's when it gets that's dicey. That's the peak of hurricane, yeah, activity. Floridians will soon be able to get a diagnosis for routine health stuff with your phone. CBS has a new thing. I guess one of these drugstores. You know they, what they do is they have a, an app. It's a telemedicine service. What? It, it starts in nine states, including Florida, plus do? the District of Columbia. Basically, you have a video connection with a healthcare provider to discuss colds or flu or skin problems or general wellness questions or whatever. It'll be available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You have to just download the pharmacy app. Healthcare specialist, what does that mean? Mm. Is that a nurse or is that a clerk in the store? No, it wouldn't be. That's not a <laughs> healthcare provider. The guy that puts provider. away the uh, cough medicine That is not a shelves? healthcare provider. Well, no, you never sir. know. No, no. Well, what does it mean? It's going to cost you $59. I know that for the app. So you get telemedicine. In other words, on your phone. Oh, so like ask a nurse? It's it's way better than ask a nurse because you're getting a healthcare provider on the video, like a FaceTime video. And Hi, I got this. What's it. this? You know, and then you show them your <laughs> rash or, you know, you cough. Like, look at this green snot. Yeah, and, and they'll tell you exactly what they're yeah. going to do. Well, you know, I'm recommending that uh, you go, you to go see your doctor. Yeah. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. Well, not necessarily. That's what Ask a Nurse did all the time. Ask a Nurse. Ask Look, a Nurse. You call okay. Ask a Nurse. You know, my eyeball hurts. I got pink well, eye. Well, we can't uh, tell. No. It could be pink eye or brain tumor. You need to go see your doctor. Well, that was the downfall of, of Ask a Nurse. But this one, this one, the pharmacy one, that sounds like it's a healthcare provider on the line. Yeah. You're going to get somebody video. who works the cash register. No, it's not a cashier. It's not. It's a healthcare provider. Mm-hmm. Uh, a new study, Jim. Excuse me, sir. I'll be right with you to check yeah. you out, but I'm taking a call. Uh-huh. You know, I'm switching know. my roles now. I'm, set up I'm a healthcare provider. I'm a healthcare provider. Uh-huh. Between ringing up Paul Malls and uh, I know you that. want to buy some exactly. sweet tarts, but you'll have mm-hmm. to wait. Some hair straightener. <laughs> yep. A new study. Do they have hair straightener? Yeah. In CBN? Yeah. They do in a regular drug Everybody has hair straightener. Oh, I see. A new study finds that Lyme disease has spread to all 50 states and the District of Columbia with a big increase in cases here in Florida. So it's keeping me off the Appalachian Trail. You're afraid of Lyme? Ticks. Yeah. Um, This morning I went to walk my dog. I had six deer. Three of them had antlers, like big antlers. No kidding. Yeah. Boom. Like this one. Oh, look out. So I got deer. That means I'm going to have deer ticks. That means I'm going to get Lyme disease. Or my, I don't know. You're not going to make out nope. with them, are you? No I'm, doubt about it. No, Probably they could unavoidable at this point. The ticks, oh, yeah, you know, I mean, the deer makes poop, you know, in the yard, or I don't know where these ticks are living on the body of the deer or whatever, but if I'm walking and they were just there. Maybe George could go punch them. No. <laughs> anyway, there's a big uptick 
Get it? Of cases here uh-huh. in Florida <laughs> of Lyme disease. Yeah, I'm doing a number on you. Uh, this tick-borne illness remains mostly concentrated in the Northeast, where we first started about it. Mm-hmm. But the number of cases were up 77% in Florida over the last couple of years. Maybe it just means people are getting out more. Lyme disease is a bacterial infection that causes flu-like symptoms. Ugh. I don't know. I've never had that. Researchers point what? to... I've never had the flu, so I've never had flu-like Lyme disease. You've been sick. Yeah, but I've never had the flu. Where people say, oh, you feel like you're run over by a bus. Yeah. They always say you're hit like you're hit by a train. No, I never had that. Well, I mean, I'm lucky. I'm not pui, pui, pui. Yeah. I, I keep it now. away now. See, so your body hasn't built up any kind of resistance to it. No. I, so I, now if you get the flu, it's really going to hammer you. Yeah, yeah, I've been saying that you every year you of my life. You don't to deal with it. Never had. Uh, I have a strong constitution. You want to get run over by a bus. Opponents of Florida Stand Your Ground Law, Jim, will rally, are rallying in the state capital of Tallahassee today. Civil rights attorney Ben Crump will be there along with the family of Marquise McLaughlin, the man gunned down in a dispute over the handicap spot in Clearwater a couple of weeks back. Mm-hmm. The shooter has never been charged with that. Pinellas County Sheriff over there says, oh, no, we're not doing anything. Stand your ground. Tallahassee mayor and Democratic candidate for governor Andrew Gillum also will speak at the event scheduled. Well, it was, actually, it's going on. Was going on earlier today, um, but this is uh, this is a big deal. It's You're pulling all, your hair out of your head. All you across the state. Radiation treatments or something? What's no, going on? You keep pulling disease. your hair out. I know. I got my hair shed. All right. Let's uh, take Just a saying. little break. Let's think about this some more. More news with Mo, the birthdays, the food, all that good stuff, plus a bonus round of closest to the pin at four on Real Radio 104.1. This was never as funny as Seinfeld. Don't forget that bonus round of closest to the pin at the top of the hour. Back to the news. Here's Mo. Aha. Today is August 8th, 2018, Jim, and today is national, well, there's two days we, we share today. What do you got? First, it's frozen yogurt day, I mean, frozen custard day. Yeah, man. Now, custard is different. Custard is yum. Uh-huh. Frozen custard, yummier. I just want ice cream. It's like ice cream. It's close enough. It's not like I want ice cream. Uh, I don't want custard. I don't want frozen yogurt. If they didn't tell you it was frozen yeah, custard, pre- you wouldn't know. You're probably right, but I want ice cream. <laughs> you know what it's better? Those stupid dots they have at baseball games. What do they call Pikmin? Dippin' dots? That. Those are good. Those they are good. Bad. That's ice cream of the future. I don't believe it. Oh, Sean space Spicer ice cream? doesn't either. Mm-mm. That's weird. The second day is zucchini. So I'm gonna go get some ice cream sandwiches or something. Oh no, that was last week. No, it's not. All right, you don't have to have one. No, I want one, <laughs> but I'm just saying. So frozen custard, or I mean, think about how much better it is than the other thing that it shares the day with zucchini. That's pretty oh. good. Is that the green or the yellow? Green. Yeah, and yellow it's is all squash. slimy it's and gross and fat. Oh, you what? people! You're no, that's exactly what right. they used as special effects for Saving Private Ryan when some guy got <laughs> gut shot. <laughs> they just pour nasty. zucchini on his stomach. <laughs> oh, that's nasty. With some ketchup. <laughs> Police at Florida Atlantic University gym in Boca Raton. You know where FAU is? Boca yeah, Raton. I know where it is. Where the po- the police down south are reviewing surveillance tapes. After a note was left in a bathroom on the on the campus, a prompted cancellation of graduation. The handwritten post-it was discovered on the mirror in the ladies' bathroom in the FAU business building just 45 minutes prior to the start of the commencement uh, ceremonies yesterday at 5 o'clock. University police aren't revealing the contents of the note other than to say they considered it credible and a specific threat. Well, They're hoping to make an arrest. Thanks a lot, asshat. Yeah, we're you know, so hard. On, exactly. Uh-huh. People came down from all over. They're ready to go. They're sitting at graduation, and then some 
douche puts up a post-it note. For with a grandma. Threat. She didn't want to get on the plane in the first place. She comes down, goes to Boca Raton for a granddaughter's grandson's graduation. You ruined it for her. Ruined it. Jerks. They totally so, ruined it. I knew this would happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, candidates running for Orange County mayor closer to home are debating each other tonight at the uh, Orlando Repertory Theater down in Lock Haven at 6 p.m. Uh, because Teresa Jacobs is term limited out. So now they have a bunch of new people. So it's either Commissioner but, Pete yeah. Clark, Demings, uh, Sheriff Demings, business leader Ron Panapinto, maybe? I don't know. Uh, they're going to talk tonight. That The first... Just uh, a round robin. The police it, chief becomes the sheriff. The sheriff becomes the mayor. The former mayor becomes mm-hmm. the head of the school board. It's just, you know, still small town. Small town USA. Mm-hmm. We like to think of ourselves. You listened to the mayor yesterday in a state of the what speech. Mm-hmm. You know, what a big city we work. are. No, we're yeah. not. Mm-hmm. Well, I, yeah, will... I mean, it's a nice city in the suburbs and the municipalities. There's no, you know, mm-hmm. but, you know. Okay. Uh, how's this? Orla- San Francisco, for crying out loud. Mayor Buddy Dyer, speaking of which, during his State of the City address yesterday, yeah, he made say? the announcement that Orlando City Hall will be the first, will have the first, all-user multi-stall restroom, um, basically, you know, uh, for transgender, okay. families with children, people with disabilities. It's a safe private facility. It's already under construction. Orlando residents are still sorting out how this really works out. But anyway, or, or this city hall bathroom will be the first one ever. That's what in you a put Florida in the state of the city address? He mentioned it. I rest my case. He oh, mentioned it. Jim, it's the first one in the country. In and the it state. has been a national, you know, flashpoint mm-hmm. over who uses what bathroom. So, so he's going to have one that everybody with can... a lot of little bathrooms and you have community sinks that you use? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Thank you, buddy. Fine. And Thank it you. was his birthday yesterday. Oh, happy, 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 birthday. happy, happy. Thank you. No, not Pass you. it along, Mr. Pink. I'll let him know. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You mentioned He's represent- been a pretty good mayor. I mean, He's great. And I've known a lot of them. Yeah. But he has been pretty good. Like Claude Kirk. <laughs> no. He's a governor. Oh. Did he? What, Still. His birthday, did he? He Ronald gave 60 things. He gave 60 things to like about Orlando or whatever. Is that because he just turned 60? I have no idea. Is he close to 60? Is he I don't over know. 60? I, I don't think care. he's like 30. I don't know. I just no. know I wasn't invited to his birthday soiree. Yeah, he's like got a girlfriend now. Oh, yeah. good for you. Representative Chris Collins. he's got a girlfriend. From, yes, he does. A representative Chris Collins, a New York Republican from Buffalo, who was one of President Trump's earliest yeah. and most vocal supporters, was yeah, charged let's, today let's and arrested with insider trading. <laughs> what he did was he tipped off I his son and other members of his family to sell some stock quickly. Send me to Washington so I get rid of these crooks. Send me to Washington so I can drain the swamp. No. Send me to Washington so I can support the agenda of President Trump. He's like a swamp monster, this one. They're all a bunch of bumps. How many cabinet members have had to resign? Then you get this guy you charged mm-hmm. with insider trading. Yep. They say the tip he passed along to his family and friends saved them nearly $800,000. Damn. Yeah, yeah they, come they got on. out of it knowing it was going to go down the toilet or something. I love how these so. guys uh, go to Washington without a pot to piss in. And then with a few years, they're worth a couple of million bucks. He called his during son the swamp my ass. during the congressional picnic on the White House yeah, grounds, Jim. Right. He got word that uh, this um, drug manufacturer was having had a failed test. Yeah, he was on so, the board of directors yeah. and got some so inside he got information. The, and he tipped off his whole family. And then, you know, they got out of it. The, sta- the, the stock tanked. Yeah, they sold before it was public, known publicly, like this trial that had to do, I think, with uh, MS or something uh, failed. Yeah. So they knew the stock was going to go down, so they got out early. Bums.
I mean, it's just. Mm-hmm. Well, so, you know, we will have to find out what happens. We don't think he will be tried before uh, the any, November election. Any one of these guys, don't care what political party is, they get up there. I've got to go up there and help drain the swamp. Yeah, clear just say, kiss my ass. Just make sure the garbage is picked up on time. All right. That's we're not all. asking much out of you guys, all right? Just, oh. you know, we're not we're really not asking too much. All right. <laughs> Yesterday was election day in four <laughs> or five cities, uh, states, I mean. And uh, the big thing that everybody was watching was the race in Columbus, Ohio, which is virtually a dead heat. Uh, same thing with the Kansas race for governor. Um, and so, or the Republican side. Anyway, it is really something. There was, it was very high stakes. Yeah. Uh and it turns out that both of them, even this afternoon, are too close to call. Uh, in Ohio, they have about five, maybe more, thousand what they call provisional ballots or absentee ballots in a bucket. But according to their constitution, they can't even look at them till ten for 10 days after the regular election. So now they are frozen. Now, the point is, if it's less than half of 1% difference, then they have a mandatory recount. It looks like that may happen and trigger the mandatory recount. But so nothing's happening in Ohio for at least two weeks, right? At least two weeks. And then, you know, it's a sign. I mean, it's a sign in a heavily Republican that was Republican for 30 years. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, Democrats are this close to taking over that congressional seat. They may lose it, of course. But, uh... I mean, if you're a Republican, you've got to at least admit, well, okay. But that's the canary in the coal mine. I mean, that it, it really is, is saying what's what. So. Anyway, moving along, shall we? Um, Drain the, the swamp. The Russia investigation, speaking of swamp, um, was the, the president's team, including his lawyer, Rudy Giuliani. Rudy, Rudy, ha, you know. America's the mayor. He's, yeah, that's right. I was America's mayor. <sighs> yeah. Uh, you, know, what is, uh, you know, he's in the meeting. And uh, but there wasn't, you know, there wasn't a meeting, you know, but the son had a pre-meeting that, uh, you know, led up to a meeting that I might add his father knew uh, nothing about. Rudy said that the president wants to testify. Rudy is the president's lawyer. Rudy Giuliani. (laughs) He's He's the president's media lawyer, really. He just goes out to the media. Well, anyway, Rudy said the president would like to testify. We'd like to figure out what Trump will do if he goes to, you know, the Mueller investigation and all that. Well, today, what do you say? Um, President Trump's attorney, Rudy Giuliani, says his team has responded to Robert Mueller's request to interview Trump. <laughs> um, Giuliani announced earlier this week they will not agree to all of Mueller's terms. They already knew that before they even heard what they are. Negotiations have been in the works since March, and they've had a couple of passes back and forth. Some things will be in writing. Some things will be in person. You know, all of this. They got it today, and they said, no, he's not doing it. So there's that. The Mendocino Complex fire is now the first in California history to hit 300,000 acres. It's terrible, I think terrible it might be more fire. than that by now. Yeah, it's very bad. They put uh, it out, but the Governor Brown, he's dumping all the all the water in Northern California into no. the Pacific. Mm-hmm. That's what I heard. That's not That's a what thing. I heard coming out of uh, the president. The president saying, this is all uh, Governor Brown's fault. He's diverting fresh water, and, he, and he's pumping it into the Pacific Ocean. Mm-hmm. Instead, instead of going to the firefighters, I don't care what the firefighters have to say. Mm-hmm. They say there's plenty of water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the fourth and final suspect in the murder of South Florida rapper XXX Tentacion. Yeah, the fourth him? one is now in police custody. Wow. Broward County says they grabbed all of them. This 20-year-old little pissant down there in 
uh, Fort Lauderdale surrendered yesterday. Um, late yesterday afternoon, the other three are already charged with first-degree murder with yeah, a firearm. And they're this singing and like birds. Yeah, they are. Yeah, you get them in separate rooms. Say, hey, not for nothing, but uh, you know, Benito is telling everybody uh, what happened. So, uh, the TV show that you really like, American Pickers. Here we can go a little bit easy. I don't like. I it. know you do, but you it, sort it of infuriates do. me. It's sort of a guilty. All these guys want yours. is an oil company sign. Yeah, well, this time they got something better. The TV show American Pickers is now responsible for the discovery of the rock band Aerosmith's original tour van. It was found in Western Massachusetts. A recent episode of this show on the History Channel chronicled the finding of this van on a property in Chesterfield, Mass. A founding member of Aerosmith, Ray Tabano, drove out from another town and confirmed the finding. Yes, this was ours. The Pickers bought the van for how much money? It was confirmed it was the Aerosmith original touring van. What do you mean by van? Like a Chevy van, or was it an RV type thing? Mm, not clear. Uh, Fifteen thousand. Six thousand. Any other takers? The original Aerosmith van. Ten thousand. Jim, twenty-five thousand dollars. Points. They bought Close it for enough. twenty-five grand. You watch these guys. They're in a warehouse. They're in a barn. They're amazing things. You'll see it, like an old sleigh or a big gigantic bell. And, and it's like, ah, what do you want for this sign? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Sinclair oil it sign. Says yeah. S, it says oh, S-O. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, a Texaco oil sign. It's got 15 bullet holes in it. And, Half of yeah. it's rusted out. So, yeah, well, this is terrific. I got people all over the they world that want this sign. Yeah, they do. And you're going, dude. What you? A lot of uh, singers take up residency in Las Vegas, and they have a regular show at one of the hotels. The next one to do this is Lady Gaga. It'll be made up of, she's going to, She's got a highly anticipated Las Vegas residency. There will be two performances at the MGM Theater uh, beginning in late December. A press release says she is, it, it, it'll be all the hits, this and that and the other gonna thing. going to make a zillion dollars. Uh, yeah. And if you're a little monster fan, uh, you know, that's what she calls her fans, little monsters. I know, I'm one of them. Uh-huh. Oh, sorry. You'll be able to buy tickets if you're a fan, though, and you're part of the fan club. You'll cool. be able to buy tickets beginning Wednesday. Whoa. Tickets for the general public go on sale Monday, August 13th. Now a reason to go to Las Vegas. Oh, that must be today. Finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of cool, right? Uh, Angelina Jolie is going after her ex, Brad Pitt, for child support. Play him alone. Jolie's attorney said <laughs> Brad has not paid meaningful child support since he and Jolie separated two years ago. Probably, he probably grabbed one of those kids by the earlobe, you know, they're in one of the charter jet flight crossing mm-hmm. the pond, yeah. you know, acting up, and, uh, you know, he probably just grabbed him by the earlobe and get in a seat, you little snot. Which is not, always, seat so, belt on. not always so bad. But Angie, not bad at all. Angie is asking the judge in the divorce case to order Brad to pay child support retroactively. It says she also wants the judge to formally end the marriage before this year is over. It's taken forever to get these two divorced. Now, they were together for 10 years, got married for two years. She wants primary care of their six children. It's a big divorce disaster with those two. Um, What's that? Mm, is it? Yeah, they look Anytime like... a marriage breaks up, it's sad, and yeah. you have children, Mo. How could you have no heart? Mm-mm. I guess oh. not. Oh, I don't know if wow. there's any word that he's whooping up on the kid. I think it was just... What's a little more childhood trauma? Nothing could possibly go wrong 10 or 15 years when they grow up. Hey, you take it by the ear. You know, you're getting the stink uh, eyes. Get in yeah. your seat. No. I told you to get in the seat. Yeah. Start acting up. What's the next? You're going to go in the cockpit and fly the plane? Get in your seat. Living with parents who fight all the time is way better than having your parents happy and divorced. They can stay with Grandpa Voigt. 
Oh, that's true. That's yeah. true, John. He's Ford. a piece of work. I don't think he wants any part of that. <laughs> Paul McCartney's car- carpool karaoke segment on the Late Late Show with James Corden yeah. is set to be turned into a primetime special. CBS will air the one-hour special carpool karaoke when Corden met McCartney live from Liverpool on August 20th, featuring never-before-seen footage of when Paul, Sir Paul returned to Liverpool. Mm. CBS says the original emotional segment has already almost 130 million digital views across Facebook and YouTube. James Corden has done three previous Carpool Karaoke primetime specials, and the first two earned Emmy Awards. So everyone's looking forward to this. Again, it will air, what did I say, August 20th, coming up. Corden had called the program. Mm. Kimmel has. Yeah, where's Corden? I bet we could get him. I bet if you you invited him. Yeah, we have to do Uh, is put Pinkman in charge of it. He's scared to make that long-distance call across the pond. They could bring me out of retirement so I could talk to him. (laughs) Nice. He'd take that long. Happy, happy birthday today (laughs) to Dustin Huffman. Oh, 75. Older. 77. Older. Well, then go older. 81. On the dot right there. 81. Is he really? Oh, he 81. knew it, too. Wow. How rude. Let you guys That's go first. That's fine. Kabooyah, 81. Did you know it? You knew it? He knew it, and he was mean oh. to us. Okay. He listens to the monsters, mm-hmm. and they do yeah. that all the time. Get the <laughs> I listen to the monsters. I didn't hear it. Okay, how about Ralph Mouth? From Happy oh, Donnie Most. Donnie Most Ooh. has a birthday today. Don't know this one, so let's roll the dice. Let's see. Happy Days was on in the mid seventies. Probably at the time. Oh, this was just in town a few months ago. 25, 30, 40 on top of that. Same. I'm going to go sixty-eight. Oof! Oh, I bet I'm Dang, close. it would have been cool if you got that. That would have been right. Yeah. <laughs> that was some math. Sixty-two. Work. Oh, sixty-five. On the dot, pink. Oh, right yeah. there. Yeah. Pinky. I don't get upset when you get out. I'm happy for you, Pinkman. Are you really? Yes. You're a liar. Okay, good. Uh, oh, well, that's harsh. <gasps> no that's kidding. That's pretty damn harsh. Not only is, right? am Jeez. I happy for him, I congratulate him, but then he insults me on top of yeah, that. Yeah, that's almost like stand up and say yeah, that again. Yeah, punch it in the nose right there. Oh, let's go, bro. Okay, how about yeah, this? I'd like to see that. Uh, and These then, two fighting. And then <laughs> he has the audacity to come at me again and threaten me. Okay, happy, happy birthday. Who's Who got the last one right? Uh, Mr. Me. Pinkman. Okay, Pinky, here you go. Scott Stapp from Creed. Almost oh, the worst sport oh, than so Moira. My Easy. favorite singer. Yeah. Uh, he Wait, it, they described Creed as a Christian rock band. Is that right? Happy, happy birthday! birthday. Yeah. Scott Stapp, however. Yeah. Apollo yeah. Creed. Come on. 48. Apollo Creed. No, he's uh, 44. Nice scene, Creed. <laughs> nice one. Uh, what are you, 48, 44? Uh, okay, uh, somewhere in between 46. Jack, 45. I'll take it. Ah. Sorry, yeah. looks older. And that's the Lottie Da. Just call me boy. Right, I'll take a little break when we come back. Uh, by the way, we're still working on trying to get an interview with Twiggy, the water skiing squirrel. Twiggy will be making a final appearance uh, at the Orlando Boat Show, giving up the water skis and going into retirement. So we'll see what we can do. Upcoming next, though, a bonus round of closest to the pin. We'll clear the lines. Mr. Pinkman will pick one of you at random to play. You win good fortune for the rest of your life. You lose bad luck for 24 hours. Upcoming next on Real Radio 104.1. Yeah, we don't like you either, but it's a really easy way to keep up with all our contests. Facebook slash Real Radio Orlando. From... And now, The Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is 
closest to the pin. Let's go while we're young. And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips. Sean's on the line. He'll play against uh, Pinkman in this bonus round of closest to the pin. If Sean wins, gets that You Matter business card, that will guarantee him good fortune for the rest of his life. Sean also knows, however, as we all do, if he loses bad luck for 24 hours hours. Mr. Pigman, head to the soundproof booth. We'll bring you back in a couple of minutes or so. Here we go. Sean, how are you today? Oh, hot. It is hot, <laughs> isn't it? It's terrible. Hey, I think it's 90-something degrees, but it feels ah. like... God, what did it 102? Like 107 that? or something. Oh, my God. Yeah, we're just... I'm telling you, the day's coming. We're just going to step outside and we're going to blow up like a firecracker. <laughs> it's just spontaneous Not combustion. Good. Nope. Ten questions for you, Sean, including the crow question at the end. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Here we go, buddy. Here we go. In three, two, one, begin. Sean, Republican Congressman Chris Collins of New York today was indicted on charges of insider trading. But how old is TV football analyst Chris Collinsworth? Uh, 51. How tall is Chris Collinsworth? 6'2". Chris Collinsworth grew up in Titusville. What's the population of Titusville? Oh, 12,000. Collinsworth attended Astronaut High School. Astronaut John Glenn died in what year? 97. Actor Scott Glenn was in the movie Urban Cowboy with John Travolta. That movie came out in what year? 99. Urban Cowboy, the movie, runs how many minutes? 137 minutes. Actor Brian Keith played Bill Davis on TV's Family Affair that debuted in what year? Family Affair, uh, 89. It's a family affair. It's a hit song by Sly and the Family Stone. It was released in what year? 71. Confederate General Stonewall Jackson was shot accidentally by his own troops during the Civil War and died in what year? 1897. Get it within 25. You went outright. If General Thomas Jonathan Stonewall Jackson, also known as Old Jack, Old Blue Light, and Tom Fool, was a crow in Clarksburg, Virginia, his place of birth. He would have to fly how many miles to reach Richmond, Virginia? 49 miles. Time. All right, there we go. Hold on. Let's bring in Pinkman. Here comes Pinkman. Here he comes. Going to roll the dice. We set his handicap at 18, but we allow Pinkman to roll the dice. Whatever that number is, we'll take off 18. That will be his official handicap for the afternoon. All right. Yeah. How exciting. It is, isn't it? What do you got? Oh, yeah. 12. Uh, oh. Ooh, sweet. So, Six finally. seconds. That's, not, that's yeah. nothing, Pinky. You'll be that's fine. Yeah, nothing. Ten questions, including the crow question. You ready to go? Yes. Jump down. In three, two, one, begin. Pinky, Republican Congressman Chris Collins of New York, today was indicted on charges of insider trading, but how old is TV football analyst Chris Collinsworth? Uh, 52. How tall is Chris Collinsworth? 6'1". Chris Collinsworth grew up in Titusville. What's the population of Titusville? Uh, 12,000. Collinsworth attended Astronaut High School. Astronaut John Glenn died in what year? 1998. Actor Scott Glenn was in the movie Urban Cowboy with John Travolta. That movie came out in what year? 1979. Urban Cowboy, the movie, runs how many minutes? Uh, 126. Actor Brian Keith played Bill Davis on TV's Family Affair that debuted in what year? 1963. It's a Family Affair. It's a hit song by Sly and the Family Stone. It was released in what year? 
66. Confederate General Stonewall Jackson was shot accidentally by his own troops during the Civil War and died in what year? Uh, 1864. Get it within 25, you'll win outright. If General Thomas Jonathan Stonewall Jackson, also known as Old Jack, Old Blue Light, and Tom Fool, was a crow in Clarksburg, Virginia, his place of birth, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Richmond, Virginia? 72. Time? Oh, boy. Mm. All right, there you go. Okay. Yeah. It was unclear on that. Uh, did he die during the Civil War mm, or after Well, the you'll Civil just War? have to wait and oh, find boy. out. Uh, let me just say that, uh, that Mo takes the test during the break leading up to the bonus round. I tried him. She beat both of you. <laughs> yeah, well, she's a smart lady. How she's tall? How she lived through the Civil yeah. War? Oh, all right. How old is TV uh, football analyst Chris Collinsworth? Sean said fifty-one. And Pinkman fifty-two. He's fifty-nine. Pinky. Oh yeah. How tall is Chris Collinsworth? Sean said six-two. And Pinkman six-one. Like six-five. Uh, that's Sean. Tied up. Tied up. Yeah, yeah. Play for Florida. Then went to play. Who else did he play for? Jack. Cincinnati. Bengals. Yeah, it's a star. Yeah, he, he was Hall in the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Super Chris Bowl. Collinsworth? Yeah. Yeah. Hall, uh, no, well, uh, Hall, no, 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 no. Not no, a Hall no, of Famer? No. I don't yet. know. Just I don't think so. Maybe no. not yet. No, Maybe no, no, he's too no, young. He was, a, he was a star in Florida. What's the po- He grew up in Titusville. What's the population of Titusville? He wasn't born in Titusville. I think he was born in Ohio, but uh, grew up in Titusville. His father uh, was the principal of Astronaut High School. What? But what's the population of Titusville? How weird is this? They both said 12,000. 43,761. Well, well, it they, seems smaller. They each get a point. It's two all. As I said, Collinsworth attended astronaut high school. Astronaut John Glenn died in what year, Sean said? 97. And Pinkman. Pinkman one-upped him, 98. He died in 2016. Yeah, I realized that after I said okay. 98. I was like, this just happened. Yeah, Scott Glenn, the actor in the movie Urban Cowboy, mm-hmm. one of the great scenes when he punches John Travolta right in the kisser. All Classic. Right. Yeah, it's one of my favorite scenes. Spoiler alert. Movie. The movie came out on what year? Yeah, John after said, you hear when it came out, you won't say that. 99. And Pinkman. 79. 1980. Pinkman gets that point. Urban Cowboy, the movie runs how many minutes, Sean said? 137. Pinkman. 126. Ouchie, 132. Uh, he gets five off. You're six off, Pinkman. I'm sorry, that's a Sean one. Yeah. No. Brian Keith, mm-hmm. who, uh, the great actor, Brian, uh, Brian Keith, who mm-hmm. committed suicide, by the way, he was suffering from... I'm sorry. Uh, lung cancer and emphysema, and I think he shot himself ten weeks after his daughter committed suicide. Oh, yeah, anyway, yeah. he played Bill Davis on TV's Family Affair. That debuted in what year? Sean said eighty-nine. Whoa, Bill! <laughs> he didn't I mean, know. Uh, Sean. Yeah, uh, Pinkman. Sixty-three. Nice, sixty-six. Sixty-six. Oh yeah, Mr. Bill, Mr. Bill. <laughs> it's a fan. <laughs> I hated those kids. Those kids. Buffy and Jody. Yeah, I think that's one of the main reasons I decided not to have kids. Yeah, Mrs. Beasley. Kids. And what about Mr. French? Mr. French was the bomb. It's a Family Affair. I know how you put up with those kids oh boy. it's a family affair it's a hit song by sly and the family stone it was released in what year sean said 71 pinkman 66 right on the money 1971 <laughs> oh sean redeems himself with that R. one R. two to go confederate general stonewall jackson was shot oh. accidentally by his own troops during the civil war he died in what year sean said 1897 taking a shot at it pinkman said 1864 1863 pinkman. Oh, was close. he now leads six uh pinkman has six sean has five sean oh all right let's see what happens oh, here, here we go oh, close uh-huh get it within 25 you went out right if general thomas jonathan stonewall jackson known as old jack old blue light tom fool blue light yeah i don't know where that yeah came. like the kmart blue light i don't know what that is 
Oh, you know, I you know, remember all those light. guys during, you know, they bivouac someplace in between battles. You know, they're carrying on, lighting their, you know, what? Hearts? Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't think that's what he meant, but maybe. 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 I don't know know what happens. Oh, my God. How does this happen? Well, when we say carrying on, lighting there. I don't know. Or blue light. (laughs) No. Yeah. No. You talk about a cannon going off. No, no, no. Blue light. Anyway, if old blue light was a crow in Clarksburg, Virginia, his place of birth, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Richmond, Virginia? Sean said. 49 miles. Pinkman said. 72. No, old Tom Fool, old Jackal, blue light would have to fly a total of 132 miles. Mm -hmm. And Pinkman gets it and wins the game. I'm sorry, Sean. Nice try. Unfortunately for you, bad luck for you starts right now. Now. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, <laughs> and uh, closest to the pin. Yeah, pin, pin, pin. Got one wrong. Did you know? Uh-uh. You may have. I'm sure you. What? Maybe you've even read it already. However, I just learned today that? that Brian Cranston is going to star in a Broadway adaptation of Fill in the Blank. Malcolm yeah. in the Middle. No. Uh, something that he's been in before? No, something that you have referenced hundreds of times. On a drama? Show. A musical? What drama. Is it? It's a drama. A one-man act? It's not a one-man act. It's a film that is being adapted for the for Broadway, Brian Cranston starring in it. Oh, it's um, Body Heat. No. Oh. Usual Suspects. No. You're right. No, right, uh, film, kind of a film noir, film noir thing. It's a film you refer to, and you you often oh, say geez. ahead of its time. Chinatown. Oh no, network. Mm-hmm. Correct. No kidding. Oh, that uh, seems like I a good fit. I could see that. Yeah, I could uh-huh. see that. As that a matter of fact, fit. I think it might have been a play before it was a movie. Points. Patty Chief. Sweet. Ahead of his time. The no, it was. He was way ahead of his time. You watch the movie Network, and I mean, he's, he's decades ahead of his time. He was absolutely spot on. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is watch television nowadays. Say, yeah, he was absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. All right, take a little break. We'll come back with Jack's audio file next on Real Radio 104.1. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound. The thrill of victory. I have a dream. And the agony of defeat. I got bronchitis. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. New information coming out of Orlando City, and we're trying to track down Twiggy, the water skiing squirrel. Twiggy will make his slash her Final appearance at the Orlando Boat Show on August 18th and 19th. Let's hear what's in Jack's audio file. Uh, Jim, uh, just about 20 years ago, I remember we were covering uh, uh, extensively on this program, especially the wildfires that were raging through Central Florida at the time. Um, And, you know, this is something California deals with a little more on the regs. However, with drier conditions and, you know, uh, climate change has been contributing to that. They've been having worse fires earlier in their year, Mm -hmm. and they are dealing with their biggest as of yet. And it is getting national coverage, including on MSNBC, as uh, anchor Stephanie Rule will introduce this next story. Welcome back to Velshin Rule. As California is farting, is, is excuse me, fighting <laughs> the largest wildfire that in the happens. state's history. <laughs> oh, Stephanie. 
That's she looks like it looks like she just got out of the sack. Her hair is just. <laughs> she looked tan. I today. like her. She got yeah. a great smile. Yeah, was, a lot of tan today. I'm sorry, yeah. Steph. Welcome back to Velshi Rule. As California is farting, is, is excuse me, fighting yes. the largest wildfire uh, yeah. in the state's history. How do you, you know? See, there, there, there was a little smile as she continued on, and now you have to start talking about wildfires. Oh, every you know, one of us has been there. Yeah. I'm telling you. You say something. Anyway, I got the video of her up there. All uh, I, I got so many videos posted today on our website at Real Radio. Uh, .fm. We move on, but to the serious side of that story and the wildfires, uh, gaining, uh, firefighters are gaining ground on the Mendocino fire. President Trump actually was able to speak about this because he doesn't address a lot of the things that are happening in California on a national level. I know uh, his administration and California, they kind of bump heads a lot on, on policy and he kind of keeps a distance. And if he says something, he's usually taking a shot at California. But here the president manages to talk about the problem of the file f- firefighters without any any jabs being thrown. Thunder just went, boom. Oh, oh that's the wrong one. Let's go to this one. Here's, <laughs> I thought it was him anyway. <laughs> Here's POTUS on the fires in California. My administration is in constant contact with everything going out in the state and with the local authorities and the state authorities. Solid nine seconds. He didn't take any shots. I'm sure he could continue talking without that being a problem. It's been a very tough situation taking place in California for a number of years, and we're going to have to have some meetings about it because there are reasons and there are things you can do to mitigate what's happening. Things you can do to mitigate what's happening. Uh, my concern is that for him, that's like removing all the trees. You know, <laughs> you limit the firefighters by removing all the trees. But uh, he, uh, you yeah, know, we're going to cover the entire state in asbestos. Yeah. So um, I think Don't. that California is pretty much on the end of the, the spectrum of states with regulations for environmental protection and they are they have a lot of rules in california when i went there i was shocked that everywhere you go there's another sign another law a lot of rules when i lived out there yeah 35 years ago yeah so it's like they're very restrictive on what you can and cannot do out there in california but uh you know they're gonna see what they can do to to prevent this threat of firefighters that is being well, stop diverting water into the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> That's what he said. That's ridiculous. He said you know they got all this water in the state of California God. instead of using it for fighting fires, they're diverting it. They're pumping it into the Pacific. Anyway, uh, uh, good luck to the firefighters head. there. Thousands and thousands on hand, and they are starting to uh, make a little progress on some of these fire uh, these fires out there in. California. Yeah, imagine the fourteen, fifteen thousand firefighters. The last thing on their minds is what's coming out of the you know, President Trump's pile. Uh, there are some. Con- <laughs> there are some concerns. Um, uh, speaking of the Trump administration, when it comes to immigration, it's one of the uh, the the main platforms of his candidacy and pla- and uh, one of the main planks of his platform, I should say. The uh, appear to be poised to push through. Uh, bigger changes to make uh, immigration system um, and and becoming getting a green card tougher mm. in the country. Now, one of the concerns is as we get ready and uh, for a new census, 
Um, the census is important to determine the population right. of states. It determines the amount of financial aid available. It determines your representation in the federal government. And the concern is that uh, immigrants are going to be less likely to want to take part in right. any census <laughs> because now they are also adding um, uh, questions about citizenship on the census as well. And they figure if you know we don't get an accurate count, some states with high levels of immigrants are going to suffer. So uh, here they are. At, um, this is civil rights advocate John Yang, specifically about Florida when it comes to the census and uh, having everyone counted. If there's a miscount of residents in Florida, that also means that Floridians wouldn't get the amount of resources they would be entitled to with respect to federal funding, with respect to business opportunities. So they... Uh, Where are those babies? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they say the they'll the, never be reunited with their families. They, they think now there are four hundred plus kids who will never yeah. be reunited. Guatemala, this is an administration El Salvador. that is tantamount to child yeah. abusers. They separated babies and children from their parents. Oh, there was no reason for it's like that. kidnapping. Yeah, we'll show them. We'll be tough. And they know. Uh, well, this policy, and I, I believe uh, internally for the organi- uh, for the administration, is being headed by Stephen Miller, Ugh. where DACA affected about eight hundred thousand people. If the believe changes to the nation's immigration policies go through, this will affect about 20 million people. This is obviously something that the Census Bureau is going to pay attention to. Frankly, it is also something that Congress is paying attention to. If a lot of people express their concerns, this is also something that Congress can fix. So, there you go. Good luck with that. So, a new wrinkle in the problem of immigration. If they weren't so busy, you know, engaging in insider trading, maybe they would get something done. I hope. Sorry. A little shot, a little Republican shot. Uh, boom, boom. Oh, oh, speaking of Republicans, they were able to chalk up a victory last night in a special election in Ohio where Republican Troy Balderson appears to be. Uh, it's not uh, over with. We don't know if that's a, a victory. That's yeah. not a victory. You, don't know. you guys keep holding on it's to that. Frozen. Well, it's frozen. It's, it's, it's not official. You guys keep holding Too on to that. Too close to call, oh, Jackie. Not official. Too yeah. close to call. Uh-huh. All right. Well, he's claiming victory. Well, he's a It's time to get to work. Over the next three months, I'm going to do everything I can to keep America great again. Oh, gosh, shut up. Just shut the hell up, will you? God almighty, make America great again. No, 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 no. See, that's the problem. Make America better again or something. No, it's, he's saying, keep America great again. It's even worse. It makes less sense. It's time to get to work. (laughs) Over the next three months, I'm going to do everything I can to keep America great again. I guess what, fool? (laughs) What? You know, that congressional district, half the people didn't vote for you, all right? Just under half of the people didn't vote for you. So you have to keep that in mind, all right? You got two years until the next election, if in fact you win. He's he's only got eight weeks. That's right. So the fact that, yeah, get to work. What what did he rip that off from the governor? Mm -mm. Rick Scott? Yeah, right. (laughs) Uh, No. Where are those babies? (laughs) I don't know. That story's falling off the radar. Do we have an in at MLS or at uh, Orlando City? Do we have an in? Do we know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody? Talking about? Maybe Why? you should ask that what? guy that George Why? tried to fight. Is that they keeping the babies? No. We we air the games here. We we. I know. Yes. But, what do you mean do we have an in? On? But do we have an in? Because Major League Soccer Commissioner Don Garber announced just moments ago Orlando City SC CEO Alex Latow mm-hmm. and forward Dom Dwyer 
have been fined an undisclosed amount of money for their social media comments Ugh. last week that were subsequently published. We can't get a These break. These comments are in violation of the public criticism policy. We don't want to criticize the referees. Yeah. <clears throat> this is following the uh, the Columbus game where they had the the right. phantom call, right. you know, which led to a penalty kick, which yeah. took them from winning a game to end. They ended up right. losing that game. Yeah. So they said something on, on social media. They did, yeah. And they're like nanny, nanny, boo, boo. We talked it. about it at the time. Yeah, right. you open yourself up for fines when you do that. They when were fined today. The league. But okay. how much? That's my question. So why do we need it? Why? Because do you I want to know how inside? much. It says undisclosed oh, amount. Ten million dollars. No, it's <laughs> at least. It's under ten million, but now we have a range. I mean, is it? Is it fifty? Eight hundred seventy-five dollars. It's between eight seventy-five and ten million. I yes. bet you. that's probably right. Wait, <laughs> how much? Why? How, why did you just agree to that range? What's a dopey range? But at least we have a range. Why to throw something? Well, in you there. don't know it's right. <laughs> well, we know it's more than eight seventy-five and less than ten million. You don't know how that. Do we know that? Of course we. <laughs> I'll do. bet on that one. You're oh, just yeah. making things up. I'll no, bet on that. You want to make a bet that the fine is in between the... eight seventy-five and ten million? This is how you get <laughs> fake news. You just make stuff up. No, Typical I just threw, I just, I just created I said a, we range. Need a range. That's all I did. We need and a range. said yes. That's it. That's the range. That's it. We've decided the range. That's Liberal. correct. I don't of know why course. they're having trouble. with I have no idea. It's not. Do we agree? It's not fourteen. We won't take the bet either. We agree. It's not fourteen dollars. I bet you that the fine from MLS is somewhere in between $875 and $10 million. No deal. Okay. Of course, because it's got to be this in the range. This is why we're the enemy of the state. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> but if we have it in there and somebody can confirm, I would like to know if the range is right. <laughs> well, the range <laughs> is right because we set up the range. Oh, yeah, that's what we I meant. We just don't know what okay. the fine is. <laughs> What do you think? It's a thousand dollars. Oh, please! Oh it... no, it's more than no, that. It's more oh, than oh, that. oh, now the range no. is a thousand. Okay, so is it two thousand dollars? Do you think it's under a thousand? Oh, it's over a thousand. It's yeah. over two thousand. I have no idea. I, I, I will bet it's over a thousand. Five thousand? I'm, I'm thinking six figure. What? Oh no! No. So it's oh, under a hundred. So what happened to ten million? No, so I bet it's under hundred thousand dollars. No, under under a hundred thousand. Under a hundred and more than three. Finding Don Dwyer a hundred thousand dollars. No, no, maybe him five. No, it's over five. And no, no, that range I won't go with. No, okay, it's over three and less than a hundred. Yeah. Now I'm that's a better that. range. Yeah. Now we got a range going. Here I will we go. guarantee it. I bet she comes in about twenty five thousand. Nah. For Alex 25,000, yeah. For Laytown. Yeah, I bet you. 25,000. And how much for Dwyer? Yeah. Five? Ten? ten? No deal. Five. Five. Now, between five and ten, yeah. Is the team allowed to find the MLS and the referee pro, the uh, professional uh, referee organization, what? for a bad call that took a victory and ended up in a loss? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my. No, but you can't talk about it. Yeah, yeah. You can just not publicly. No, you can you can find them if you like some range, but you know <laughs> yeah. what is the range? Oh, we've got the range. Oh, got we the know range. the range. That's so what I heard. Eight seventy-five and ten million. No, yeah. no. Now we narrowed it to three thousand to a hundred thousand. Hey, yeah. All right, Pigma, what's the range? I thought that's what oh. you're telling me. What the range? Oh, I, I, bet thought... got, I bet it's I... twenty-five thousand, and for Dwyer, it's ten. I, I bet refuse. It's somewhere in that yeah, area. Yeah, I. All right. Probably close. Somebody knows somebody who knows somebody can tell us the rule. I don't know. I'm out of that loop now. Oh, Participate. All right. <laughs> Call Traxler, maybe you know. <laughs> All right. Jim, in New York, speaking of soccer, a couple of guys on the pitch, and it starts raining, and it's like, nah, we're going to tough it out. We're men. Men, men, mm. manly mm. men. Menly, mm. manly men. And then the lightning came. The thunder just went, boom. And I felt this, stop everything I was doing. 
as you turn around, you see two guys lay on the floor and you Ooh. see a guy running towards us like, oh, call the police, call the police. It was hard to really see because it was just raining and pouring so much, but the guy was just, two guys were just laid on the floor. Mm. Yeah, officials confirmed three actually struck by lightning in New York. Never be the same. Storms rolled through. Three people didn't know what hit them. Uh, uh, two separate incidents recovered. Uh, and uh, let's see, two men. One was 30, the other one 42. They were playing soccer in a field around 7.15 last night and got hit. Third man was hit about four miles away, about the same time. Now, none of the victims named. However, let's at last check, the 30-year-old was listed in critical condition. 42-year-old, serious but stable. Third man, who was 33, did not suffer a serious injury. Yeah, hey, your brain gets uh, rewired after one of those hits. Here's what I would do. I would just send, if I was Orlando City, I'd send somebody up, an agent or a scout, to, to talk to one of those three guys playing soccer. Because one of them will probably become a, so- a soccer savant. Mm. He'll be useless with everything else. Yeah. But you talk about a corner kick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know. You won't even have to go up and head it. Or It'll the... just go up and in. It'll curve around from a corner. It could be It'll, just it'll the take opposite. like a lightning bolt trajectory. No. Well, no. You, you never know until you until you check. You hire him. But yeah. I, I think it's the opposite. He sees somebody else coming at him. He crumples up into a fetal position. He can't do anything. Oh, no, 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 there. no. Their whole brain is rewired. They are just like, you know, it's like people that get hit by lightning and they lose all their other faculties, but they sit down and could play a piano concerto. But they never knew how to play you know, before. Exactly. Yeah. All right, Jim. They start squawking in Spanish. Some of the video we have posted at realradio.fm. You click on the Phillips file. Um, uh, Stephanie Rule calling the, the farting in California. Mm. But also this. It was minor league baseball. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Brennan Metzger was at the plate for the Fargo Moorhead Red Hawks. One of my favorites. Yeah. He got call third pitch strike, call strike, Uh-oh. and he started arguing with the ump. The ump, the ump then tosses him out of the game. But uh, uh, Brennan wasn't having any of that. So Metzger has been ejected here, and now Metzger is not done yet. He's he's going to do something here with a garbage can, and and he put the garbage can behind the plate, and the crowd is saying, "We hear you, Brennan." <laughs> so he was actually was he, he was yelling at the ref, and the uh, and the manager comes out to protect his player and push him away, right. and the player got ejected. So the manager still talking to the ump. Right? Yeah. And then Metzger comes back out with a garbage can and puts it right behind home plate. Ah. And he said he was, uh, it, that was a garbage call. So, and then he said, go back to, go back to your home. Go back to your what? home. What does that mean? He, was, he lives in a garbage can. His, oh, I his see. calls were garbage. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. Insulting what he was doing behind the plate. I just like him when they kick dirt across home plate. That's an immediate well, ejection. It was creative. So we got video of that. There's video of him being interviewed after saying it was a garbage call. So we put out a garbage can. That's fine. I'd mm-hmm. like to see more of that in baseball. I'd like to and, see more of that in baseball. I think it'd make it more exciting. And then mm-hmm. the third video I have is he got a one-game suspension and he had to do a PSA. And it's about keeping the ballpark clean. So uh, it's with the garbage can oh, that no. he had to do the PSA. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah, you got to have a sense of humor. Yeah, a lot yes. of this baseball stuff, you know, they're not, I mean, they're mad, but at least, yeah. you know, they're not punching out the ump or doing anything like that. Plus, you'd break your hand if you hit the guy with the mask. You can see all three oh, of those wow, videos, right. realradio.fm. You click on the Phillips file. Those videos are there. Along with this video, we have a couple of videos of this guy speaking <laughs> of sports. He's a former player. 
and even former players have people want to take selfies with them and encounters with sure. them, right? Of course. Um, even if your name is O.J. Simpson. Oh, well. <laughs> O.J. recently joked with a man at a Las Vegas restaurant. Now, there's video of people just coming up, ladies coming up, taking selfies with O.J. Oh. You know, it's like, would you? Sure. Would You would, Mo? I would. You, you don't? would? Take is a that, picture with O.J.? He's a yeah. murderer. Well, he is. Allegedly. We don't know. Ah, we wait, Come wait. on, listen. Come on. That's not what the court said. <laughs> well, that's well, what I'm saying. No, the civil court said, yes, he was responsible for the wrongful death of Ronald Goldman. Yeah, but. And Nicole Brown. That doesn't translate to murder. Murder. Okay. Murder. So if you believe, if like him. the courts, that he was responsible for their deaths, mm. But you're gonna, you know, mug it up in him with a in a selfie. If I saw him at the uh, Jeremiah's getting an ice cream, yeah, I might. What do you think his favorite flavor is? I don't know. Orange. I like that Snoop Froggy Frog. What is that? It's like a um, mint chip. Oh yeah. With yeah. chocolate ice cream That's in good. it. Oh, it's fantastic. Well, here he is uh, <laughs> with a fellow uh, person in the restaurant shooting. Uh, he's part of his video. Yeah. And says, hey, being a felon ain't all that bad. You know me. All of my people is felons. Come on, Ricky. You know I don't like this. But being a felon ain't all bad. Uh-oh. Being a felon oh. ain't all bad. All right, OJ. Shut it. He's got people like Moira who wants to take selfies with him. That's all right. Yeah. Moira who doesn't care about kids of divorce. He's throat. He almost decapitated his, his former wife. Oh, look. Can I get a picture? I thought he was guilty from the beginning. You're the only one who said he'd walk. Yeah, but uh, I knew that because. How'd you know that? I knew that. I'd like a Casey Anthony and like uh, Would you take a selfie o- with Casey three Anthony? Others in town. Oh, yeah. Not proven guilt. See, he would. I wouldn't do that. Why not, Mo? Well, I don't know. She's a... Ew. She creeps me out a little. She wasn't convicted. Again, it was so it's same with OJ. Other than even in a civil trial. I was right about Casey Anthony. I was right about... Uh, Zimmerman. 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 And I was right about what's her name that got uh, the wife of the uh, Pulse... Uh, or Salmon, yeah. Jeez, what does it take around here? <laughs> Listen, Judge, Judge Judy. No, Judge, I just, I just yeah. happened to you know have a feeling for the law. Really, a feeling? Where's that feeling? Because I have a feeling for the law, where the rest of you, you're working off these visceral reactions that you have to the well. It's got to be gay, and I have this and that, whatever. Say, wait, let's settle down, everybody. Let's really take a good look at the law. Okay. Thank you, Judge Judy. <laughs> Lady Justice is blind. Mo would take a selfie with George Zimmerman. No, right, I would we're gonna not. Track no, down, no, we're no. going to try to track down uh, Twiggy, the water skiing squirrel. Uh, Twiggy is uh, hanging up the water skis. Final shows at the Orlando Boat Show. We'll find Twiggy. Leave it up to the Phillips file on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A vandal in Spain painted kiss makeup on a religious statue. It's just like the prophecy foretold in the song Heaven's on Fire. He was made for love in the Lord. Next, Cheesecake Factory's breakfast burrito is apparently the worst for you. It contains more than a full day's worth of calories. Sounds like if you eat as you'll be fuller than a Cheesecake Factory menu. Boom roasted. Finally, a missing cat returned home after being missing for 13 years. I sure hope she up leg eyes to her owner for being gone for so long. Headlines were brought to you by Filutowski Eye Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. And transmission. You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio.
head to the Orlando Boat Show. <laughs> okay. But not to buy a boat. No, watch uh, Twiggy. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen her before? Only on uh, only on TV. Wow. I was wondering, how did they teach that squirrel to do that? Water ski. Mm-hmm. Twiggy, I... the water skiing squirrel from Orlando, uh-huh. hanging up her skis for good, it says, uh-huh. but not without one last rip around the heated pool. Uh-huh. Squirrel will make two fun... Get a squirrel. Squirrels are really pretty damn smart. Are they? Sure. Storing their nuts and stuff. So I got these two bird feeders, right? Mm-hmm. And they used to get in the bird feeders and this, you know, just chow down. Yeah, yeah. So then I said, well, or Catherine did, to hell with this. Let's get some bird feeders that are squirrel proof so you can get them now. So That's if they, get on, the, they yeah. get on the bird feeder, it kind of slides down and cuts off the <laughs> supply of food so they can't get in there. Mm-hmm. So now we've got this one squirrel. Climbs up the, uh, the what do you call it, the uh, shepherd's hooks or whatever yeah. they're called. Yeah. And gets on top and shakes. shakes oh, that the, is smart. Just starts moving its its butt around mm-hmm. so that the, uh, so that the, seed, the, falls so the seed falls out of the, uh, and then just climbs down, starts uh, <laughs> chowing down on the seed. That's, that is Have smart. you tried greasing it? They'll try to climb up and just slide back down. That's funny to watch. That's better because I thought you should electrify it. Oh, no. (laughs) Boy, oh, boy. All I wanted was a picture with OJ. Yeah, these are animal abusers. It still makes you the worst person. (laughs) No, it doesn't. No, it does not. Yeah, what's worse? Animal abusers are wanting to get your selfie with OJ. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Not really. It's pretty clear to me. We kill those things, you know. Yeah, they yeah. are rodents, right? They're in the rodent family. Yes. I'm not quite. Sh- is it a, a squirrel a rodent? rodent? Is it? Yeah, I'm not quite sure what it is. Mm. Okay, they'll put it. They'll bite you though. Yes, it's a rodent. It is a rodent. Mm-hmm. Do they carry rabies? I don't think squirrels do. But they did. I don't think they do. Yeah, because one was twitching in the road, and they said that must have rabies. Now, who said that? Uh, the animal people, wildlife. Folks. No, I don't think. I don't think by and large that they're carriers of rabies. They're not like raccoons. Raccoons will. Oh, maybe it's a raccoon. Yeah. All right. Good. T- I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm I, sure I, what it was. There's something furry in the road twitching around. They say that squirrels have can be carriers of rabies. I think. I don't not know. I, I, generally speaking, uh, I don't think uh, squirrels. I'm not saying they can't, but I think generally speaking, squirrels are not. Uh, you don't find a lot yeah, of rabbit squirrels. By and by, you know, just on a percentage basis, raccoons will become more rabid. Than uh, than squirrels. Well, it's very rare for them to bite you. Those little and ones will. The babies transmit the rabies. Like in a high wind, when they get tossed out of a tree, you pick them up. It says here they, they just have bite it. right down on you. Oh. Just, Ow! So what are you doing it for? I'm trying to save. Ow! Well, be careful. It's very rare, but squirrels can get rabies. They will not bite you to transmit it, though. They'll we just have die. Uh, contacted. We're in contact with Twiggy, the water skiing squirrel. Says uh, Twiggy is hanging up. I saw this a couple of weeks ago, and then it was brought back to my attention. Twiggy hanging up her skis for good. Uh, but there's uh, one final appearance, two appearances, by the way, at the Orlando Boat Show, mm. August 18th and uh, Sunday, August 19th. Is uh, Twiggy on the line? Hello? Twiggy, how are you today? I'm doing very well, Jim. It's good to be here. Twiggy, uh, you know, this is kind of, uh, we're sad, but what was the reason, why the reason for giving up water skiing? Well, you know, you get to a certain age and your knees hurt and your hands start cramping when you're skiing. Yeah. 
And then it's hard to bury nuts for the winter when you got arthritis. Yeah. When did you start skiing? How long have you been doing this? I reckon it's been about 20 years or so. 20 years of water skiing, right? Yeah. Yeah. We don't have a long lifespan, so that's old for me. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, are you going to, I mean, do you, is, you see anybody, now, you're retiring, but I would imagine there are some other squirrels on the circuit that might be water skiing. Do you know any of them? You hang out? Yeah, there's Nutsy McGee. I think he'd be a good replacement. Nutsy McGee. Oh, yeah. He's a real daredevil in the Northeast Circuit. Okay. Mm -hmm. But, of course, when they come down here and they take on my position, they have to also take on the Twiggy brand. Yeah. And then 40% of the money goes to the owners. Let me, uh, I mean, you had sponsors, right? Oh, yeah. Red Bull. Big deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Red Bull. Mercury. The boat people. So what do you think you might be doing now? Maybe some commentary for uh, other squirrel water skiing? What's the, you know, the, what, do, what, do, what do they call oh. that? Uh, not the Olympics. What do they call that uh, Red Bull sports? Those, uh, the, the X Games? Uh, the yeah, X the X Games. Games. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little Squirrel X Games or something? Yeah, on the Squirrel Sports Network. It's, uh, yeah, I think I, I'm trying. I've applied. I get a lot of rejection emails, yeah. but. You know, I, I've been around long enough. I think they'd be willing to take me. All right. Well, best of luck. I'm going to try to make it down there Saturday or Sunday and watch the final show. Anything special you have planned for uh, the, the Orlando Boat Show? I'm going to attempt a triple-double backflip helix. Yeah. You should definitely come out. It's going to be nuts. Okay. <laughs> well, congratulations, Twiggy. We wish you uh, the best uh, in all your future endeavors. Thanks a lot for joining oh, thank us. You. Thank you for having me. Okay, that's Twiggy, the water skiing squirrel from Orlando, hanging up her skis for good. Is it oh, her wow. or him? No, it's nice a her. lady. Oh. I wonder if you could see uh, any of her work on the Ocho today. What? ESPN. The Ocho. Uh, mm. The Ocho. Uh, Lane's a big fan. Yeah, well, it's August 8th. It, it's What's the movie? Dodgeball does it come yes. from? The movie Dodgeball, they mm. made fun of ESPN Ocho because of how many ESPNs they have, and it's all weird sports, so they, are, you know, they have all weird sports on today. I think a water skiing squirrel would qualify. This is going to be packed. The Ocho? Packed. For this, I mean, it'll be packed anyway. No, no, that's so people go. They love to go look at uh, at boats, and new boats, and bigger boats. And, mm-hmm. you know, I got this boat, but I want a bigger boat. I want a better boat. I want a yacht. And yeah. uh, <laughs> but uh, now that we know that Twiggy's going to be there for her last performance, quite a performance. This place will be. At. You're going to have to get there early to get around the pool. Quite a few texters <laughs> believe that Twiggy sounds oddly like the shot doctor. No, no, it isn't his acting. No, range. no, yeah. <laughs> Don't forget, shot doctor later on for yeah, uh, his speed round and casting call. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Your next chance to win your way to our iHeartRadio Music Festival in Vegas is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. Thanks to Twiggy, the water skiing squirrel, for taking time out of her busy schedule for joining us for the last uh, for a few minutes in the last hour. Twiggy making your final appearance in Orlando. Lives in Orlando. I don't know for how long. Hmm. Living out the rest of her days. Maybe you know. 
Who knows, might be opening up a squirrel water skiing school or something like that. One of the things I never really learned how to do is water ski. I mean, I got up on skis mm-hmm. a couple of times, but never. You're not a water Nothing. ski? I, I was able to jump the wake a few times. That's when fun. I did. Yeah, yeah, I crossed yeah, the, yeah, I crossed the wake. Oh, I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, here in. we go. Yeah. But slalom? No. Oh, not one ski. Every no. time I tried no. to drop the ski, I would fall forward and get lake water shot oh, up my nose. Oh, not good. Yeah, why is it? Why do you hold on to the toe? You keep holding on to the toe. You know, <laughs> I don't know. You think you're going to get it or something. You're like, this time. <laughs> yeah, never. Uh, well, written, never really had the opportunity because I never knew anybody with a boat at that time. You don't want to. Hey, hey, how about taking me water skiing? Mm. <laughs> oh, there he goes again. All right, mooch. This guy. Get your Whatever. own boat. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, it's fun though. Yeah, it is fun. I don't know if it's so much. Well, I guess it's fun in Florida. It just seems to be more fun up north because the the the, the lake water's cooler. It seems like it seems see. fresher. <laughs> am I am I wrong? I've never done it anywhere other than here. Yeah, it's just you know you're always afraid. You know you're gonna zing around and go flying into a nest of water moccasins or something. Here's Barry on Real Radio. Hello, Barry. Hey, Jim. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. How about yourself? Uh, I'd be doing a lot better. What's uh, let me Let me set this up. I'm a senior citizen. I collect Social Security, which is about 21000 a year. Yeah. I also have a part-time job, which brings me in maybe ten, twelve thousand 12000 a year extra. Sure. Right. Uh, the part-time job... Uh, I brings me all over Central Florida, which the mileage that I put on my car, considered business, mm-hmm. is not reimbursable. To no. Me. Okay. So, and I still own my own home and have a mortgage payment of which four or $500 a month, it goes to interest. Yeah. So I, um, I'm a little late this year, you know, get my tax stuff together. So today I get an email from my tax preparer, and she says, uh, Mr. Wright, she says, you owe X amount of dollars. Oh, how do I owe when I, you know, I'm claiming six, $7,000 a year in interest. I don't know. I'm claiming about 12,000 miles a year in yeah, business miles, and I make all of 30000 Where's this Nimrod's tax not helping me? <laughs> oh, what well, did that's... she say you owed? I owe. It's not a whole heck of a lot. Yeah, I understand. But, but uh, yeah, you're making thirty thousand dollars a year. I, it should be, you know, well, the I, ta- the taxes should be negligible. You do know what? that you pay taxes on your social security, right? Yeah, but still thirty thousand dollars. Thirty thousand. He's taking a social security. He's part time job. He's he's raking in thirty thousand dollars a year. What thirty? Thirty five. Thirty five. Yeah, the taxes on thirty or thirty five thousand. It's. I mean, it's not that. I mean, does she have you on some kind of plan where you're supposed to be paying taxes on a quarterly, quarterly basis yeah, or anything? No, no, uh, none of that. I uh, just take them in and yeah. she does them, and then I get the you know results. You're either getting paid or you're not getting anything. Or uh, I don't know. This year I'm owing, and I, I just man was I PO'd when I got that. Look, I've been so, in that situation too. You know, back in my earlier days, and something was going on. I finally, you know, after I was finally making some money. And, uh, you know, whatever. And I had uh, a, a money per, 
tax preparer, money manager type. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I get a call, you and she one. says, Uh-oh. oh, you owe the government $12,000. <laughs> I have never kicked it. I have never been madder in my entire life. I yeah I don't I don't know you got to square it away I I wouldn't understand I wouldn't understand how that happens I I don't I don't know enough about that stuff I plead ignorance It seems yeah, to me though thirty thousand dollars a year you wouldn't be owing much of anything if owed any if you owe owing anything I agree Yeah Moira right. we got to vote this bum out of all. Yeah well yeah, we're gonna do so? that We're on Yeah we're working at Okay I'm on your team yeah, then I'm yeah. on your team Register organize vote go blue Thank oh. you sir Good luck to you Go blue twelve thousand dollars Got to remember like what. No, nothing. Well, God, I was mad. You got to get people out to the polls. That's a key. Yeah, we could pay them. No. Then they'll have to pay taxes on what you pay them. No. Mm-mm. Here's Beth. Beth used to water ski. Is that right, Beth? Oh, she seems yes, like. Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. I started at seven years old, Lake Sinclair, outside of uh, Macon, <laughs> there in Georgia. And then when we moved here, it yeah. was an everyday. Every day because my dad worked evening shift, so he took us or took me pretty much water skiing every morning. Yeah, I used to know a lot of people from the Lakeland and Winter Haven areas, and I guess because of Cypress Gardens, everybody water skied. That's what they did during the summer, right. you know. And you feel so out of place, you know. They could slalom, they could do this and that. I couldn't That's even get up on two I skis, skied. huh? That's the only way I skied was slalom. Did you learn? How'd you learn? Did you drop a ski or just go shooting I off the dock? By I learned by dropping a ski, and I didn't like doing that because I was goofy-footed. Yeah. So I had to have my left foot, you know, in the front. And um, it was always hard for me to get my back foot into that boot. Right. And so I just finally started. I told my dad, I said, hey, I'm going to get up on one. No, we didn't have a dock. It was here at the river. Yeah. Was the last time you went? Was the last time you went water skiing? How many years ago? Oh my God! <laughs> I'm gonna. That was a long time ago. If I uh, was, if I got if I got uh, some skis, you think you could get right up? Oh hell! I can't hardly walk. Oh well. Much less get up on a damn water skier. I mean, you know, get up on skis. Yeah. I started skating when I was five, roller skating. See, I never and learned how I to could, do that very well either. Mm. Not get rollerblade with some proficiency, but you know the four uh, the the standard uh, skating, yeah. you know, with the four wheels. Eh. Yeah, it's called roller skating. That looks like fun too. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, you're dancing yeah. around, you're shifting your you know your skates back and oh, forth, man, you're doing the, the disco thing. The only way I skated was backwards on that because it was easier. That's the only way you could skate, skate was backwards. It was easier to skate backwards. I could skate forwards, but I'd rather, I preferred to skate backwards all the time. Really? Yeah. I say I wouldn't mind, yeah. I, you know, that in, in, mm-hmm. in, during my, you know, when I start my retirement, maybe really right. doing some roller skating. Not, not rollerblading, roller skating. Right. It seems or like wheels. it's fun. Everybody, every time you see somebody who's roller skating, you know, they got the disco ball and they know what they're doing. They look yep. like they're just having yeah, a yeah, good yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I'm going roller yeah. skating with the monsters on Friday. I I need uh, I, I need some Merritt tips. Island. I'm mm-hmm. not going over there for their, which is a good thing. I love what they're doing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a great thing what they're doing, and mm-hmm. I hope everybody does turn out for the help the teachers and everything. Yeah, I hope that's so a great too, organization. Yeah, okay, Beth. Thanks. So just tie a cushion to your hiney. 
You think that's your best advice <laughs> you know for me? Stop? Thanks a lot. Yeah, hang onto the wall. No, no, no. You know how to stop by putting the stopper the down, down, dragging yeah, the, the stopper. You put your toe down like that? Yeah, yeah behind you, not in front of you. Well, right, then you go ass over elbow. Uh, yeah, and my problem is, <laughs> I think I've told you this before, I can only can push off with one foot, so I end up going around sort of in a circle. Like <laughs> My right foot is like the only one that works. I can't, you know, I, I can do the right, and then everyone says, now do the left. I can't, I don't know well, why. you're going to be in... Uh, you know, if all of a sudden somebody says change direction, what are you going to do? I go off this ice, or, you know, off the rink. I go off. I can't. So what are you doing? You're going counterclockwise or clockwise? I can go le- uh, counter. And yeah, it's like only pushing with one foot. And so, you know, I then I glide, and then I push with one foot, and then I glide. And yeah. Then, yeah. And when it gets to the corner, I'm good because I can go around the corner, but mm-mm, yeah. one foot. Here's Rick on Real Radio. Go ahead, Rick. Hi, Jim. How are you today? I'm doing okay. How about yourself? I'm great. I wanted to uh, give you and uh, uh, all of your uh, all of the file a personal invitation to the uh, tryouts that are going to be on August 18th for the uh, arena football team that's coming here to Central Florida. I can't in play football. I'm 70 years old. I can't play football. Nope. <laughs> uh, I'm 62 and I'm going out. I'm not oh, going yeah. out. There. I'm not going to look. I got, look. I want. I don't want to spend the rest of my life in a wheelchair for crying out loud. You know, I want mm. that to well, come I'm a naturally. Field goal kicker. So you I'm get a field goal kicker. A goal kicker. Field goal, field goal. Field goal kicker. Oh, sure, yeah. that you could do. I think well, I might I'm be able to do it. Like, already, so uh, like Francis the, the mule. Right shoe yet. So how you you know what you're doing when it comes to field goals? Jim, I was a soccer player and coach and football oh. player my whole life. So. Well, see, so you got an advantage then. You know what you're doing. Anyway, this is a big thing for Kissimmee. Uh, there's no more Orlando Predators, and we are the okay. arena football team. Our coach is Jim Seibel, who was the uh, uh, coach when they were the championship team in 1998. And uh, uh, we're, in, we're expecting something like they had in Invincible from, uh, okay. with Mark Wahlberg. Give me the time for the tryouts. Maybe we'll show up just for kicks and giggles. Mm-hmm. Eight to three, August eighteenth okay. at Beaumont Fields. It's right across from the courthouse. Oh, you got it. I'll bring my shoulder pads. Thank you. <laughs> what, arena football tryouts. Father, arena I've told this story a million times. Football. When my father said, "Why don't you go out for the football team?" When I was at Florida, at Gainesville. I said, "Are you kidding oh, me? Boy. I weigh one hundred twenty-three pounds." Yeah. Mm. You could be a kicker at one hundred twenty-three pounds. Number number one, even at 120, I'm not getting out of field with guys who are weighing 325 pounds running at you. You'd, you'd, you'd mess your pants. You can't. Well, even if they would come at you, they can't tackle you. They can't because you're. Well, all it takes is one time for one of these guys to. To, to squish you. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. to bump into it, and then you're, you're finished physically for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Throw your spine out of alignment. And, no, mm-hmm. it was just. Doesn't I don't seem... even know what I said to my father. I, I can't Did even you, remember. Were you shocked that he I suggested probably, it? Like, it's like, what? what? What are you even talking about? Mm. i got a better shot of going to the Golden Gloves in uh, Miami than I do playing football for Florida. You know, I was a little piston. Well, did he know oh, you yeah. were the little piston? Champion of Barracks B. Yeah, he did, but he was a better boxer than I was. It's the Phillips File <laughs> on Real Radio 104.1. 
And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Yeah, that's right. Time for that regular round of closest to the pin. I'm playing against Shane. Great cowboy movie. Probably one of the best five, one of the top five cowboy movies ever made. Alan Shane. Ladd. Alan Ladd, exactly. Yes. I'll give you points on that. Exactly. And uh, Mark is the backup. If Shane mm-hmm. loses to me, Mark picks up the prize, which is... Oh, man, it's a pair of run-in engagement passes to The Spy Who Dumped Me, starring Mila Kunis and Kate McKinnon at any Orlando AMC theaters. And Mo, what's your rating? Adorable. Two or three uh, raisinettes. No one knows what that means. I don't know, but it's okay. Continue, Pinky. Sorry. Uh, Yeah, it's uh, so you can go anytime as long as the movie's in theater at any AMC theater in the Orlando area. Pretty cool prize. It is a cool prize. We uh, thank you, Mr. Pinkman, for that uh, lovely read there. Let's get Shane on board and get this game underway. Hello, Shane. How we doing, Jack? Uh, Doing well, thank you. I have a category. Brad sent it to us today. As a matter of fact. It's called Focus on Phoebe, in reference to Fast mm-hmm. Times at Ridgemont High. You, uh, oh, yeah, you remember bro. that movie? Oh, yeah, bro. It's been a while. Yeah. A little, a little cloudy. <laughs> yeah, I bet it is. Anyway, it's, uh, uh, so in reference to Fast Times at Ridgemont High, links to Phoebe's. Are you ready to go? Ready. Okay. Let's reset the clock and begin in three, two, and one. Phoebe Cates is best known for her roles in the movies Gremlins and Fast Times at Ridgemont High. What year was the latter released? 1983. Saturn's moon Phoebe was the first target encountered upon the arrival of the controversial Cassini spacecraft in the Saturn system. What year was that? 2003. Alyssa Milano bewitched us by playing Phoebe Hallowell on CW's Charmed for eight seasons. How many episodes for the show? 42. Phoebe Buffay is a fictional character portrayed by Lisa Kudrow on Friends. How many seasons for Friends? Seven. Back to Phoebe Cates and Ridgemont. How long did her iconic pool scene last in time? 45 seconds. All right. Great job. Put you on hold. (laughs) Long enough for Judge Reinhold, am I right? (laughs) No, I don't think it was, actually. (laughs) He was close. (laughs) Doesn't anybody knock anymore? (laughs) Oh, that was so good. You watch that movie, there's like, there's a lot of, that's a heavy movie. There's a lot of serious content in that. I know, like. And then you remember when you were a teenager. I know, and no. then I think of my teens. Right? I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't need to watch back. that. Oh, Shane yeah. is still. Listening. I got Shane's on hold now. <laughs> Jim, welcome back. Yeah, I have a category submitted by Brad, co-producer for All Gaming. Okay, gonna write down Shane's time. He's Shane's your opponent today. All right. Uh, your category by Brad: Focus on Phoebe. Links. Oh, okay. Links to Phoebe's. Phoebe's. Yes, in reference to Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh yeah. Ready? Sure. Gonna reset. Whatever. Clock. You will begin in three, in two, in one. Phoebe Cates is best known for her roles in the movie Gremlins and Fast Times at Ridgemont High. In what year was the latter released? 1983. 
Saturn's moon Phoebe was the first target encountered upon the arrival of the controversial Cassini spacecraft in the Saturn system. Uh-huh. What year was that? 2006. Alyssa Milano bewitched us by playing Phoebe Hallowell on CW's Charmed oh, yeah. for eight seasons. How many episodes for the show? Uh, 85. Phoebe Buffay is a fictional character portrayed by Lisa Kudrow yeah. on Friends. Mm-hmm. How many seasons for the show Friends? Nine. Back to Phoebe Cates and Ridgemont. How long did her iconic pool scene last? That was uh, that lasted one minute and 48 seconds. Nine. Mm. Okay. All right, I'm writing down your time, Jim. <laughs> oh, 47. Let's uh, get this going. And then, all right, adding five seconds to your time, Jim. Oh, it, oh, it got a lot closer there. Okay, what? here we go. Here we go. Thanks to Brad. Focus on Phoebe. Phoebe Cates, best known. She was in Gremlins, also Fast Times at Ridgemont High. What year did Fast Times at Ridgemont High come out? They both Shane said 83. Said, Get out How of here. How about that? It was 82. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they, that was a good start. One point apiece. Oh. Uh, Gremlins came out in 84, by the way. Yes. Okay, so Cassini spacecraft flying through space Not encountered Phoebe. The uh, one of the moons of Saturn. Mm. What year? And let's see. Uh, Shane said. Oh, three. Oh, Jim said. Oh, six. Oh, four. Oh, Oh. Shane, come on, man. Edges him out. Gets one. Damn it. Okay, Alyssa Milano was Phoebe Hallowell in Charm. That was on the CW. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know it was eight seasons. So how many episodes does eight seasons get you on the know. CW? Shane said. 42. Jim. 85. 178. Oh, Jim ties game. the game. It's a tie game two to go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Shane. Jesus, uh, uh, Jim, you talked about Friends earlier, so, reminding us it wasn't as funny as Seinfeld. Lisa not. Kudrow, one of the funniest members of the cast of Friends, uh, playing the character of Phoebe Buffay. Mm-hmm. How many seasons for Friends? This is for the lead. Uh, Shane said. Seven. Ow. Jim. Nine. Ten. Whoa. Jim's yeah. now in the lead, three to two. Come on. However, Close up shop, Shane can get it back here. How long did we hear this song and see Phoebe Cates oh, yeah. get out of the pool, undo her top, and walk Hi, Brad. Tar- towards Brad. <laughs> How long was that scene? Shane said. 45 seconds. Oh. Jim. 148. One minute, 20 seconds. Oh, yeah. That means Jim is closer. It is. All right. And Jim is scene. the winner of the game. <laughs> and wins the game. Oh, sorry, Shane. I'm sorry, Shane, but that's the way it goes. Mark, you pick up the prize. Thanks for playing closest to the pin. I'm the champion. I am the greatest. I will win. I can't lose. I win. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. pin so what's pin. the best swimming uh, pool scene? That scene, or is it the scene from uh, Chevy Chase in the uh, Christmas Vacation? Oh, that's uh, that, yeah, the best fantasy pool scene. They're Malika both fantasy, Malika. right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think the Fast Times one is better. Do you? I'd say so. Well, yeah, wait. In vacation, does she disrobe? Well, but then there's also the pool scene in the original National Lampoon's vacation. Oh, and they're at the motel? Yeah, and that one was real. Who was that in the Some pool? beautiful one. Was that Christy Brinkley? Nope. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't remember. 
I forget which one she was. I just remember when I saw the movie, I wanted to be in that pool. Yeah, true. It's the Phillips <laughs> File on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. Doctors are now warning that holding your pee until it feels really good to go can be bad for your bladder. Wow. Unbelievable. Next, a Grand Theft Auto in progress in Sanford was halted by a herd of cows. Freeze. Your utter arrest. Finally, two drug pushers were arrested after New York police discovered they were disguising cocaine in pink Minnie Mouse wrapping paper to sell. I mean that can make wherever you are the most magical place on earth. Am I right Jim? Headlines were brought to you by WeAreNotTheBanks.com And transmission. Oh yeah, when you are ready to upgrade your home life and move into a new home, you need to find a way to pay for it. You get a mortgage and you do that through WeAreNotTheBanks.com. WeAreNotTheBanks.com is a direct lender and they are mortgages made easy. Brad Siebert and his team, they will take you through every step of this complicated process. Tell you what you're going to need, help you get everything you need ready to... You are listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio. Real Radio! 104.1 Maybe Scott Maxwell knows. I know Christy Brinkley was in the first uh, vacation movie right. with Chevy Chase. But was she in the pool? Remember she was driving the car? Yes. And Clark Griswold, you know, she's driving by, mm-hmm. beautiful blonde, you know, the they're Ferrari, making eye contact. Yeah. But was she the one in the pool, too? I think so, yes. yes. Are you sure? Yes. Yes. All right, just asking. Every uh, Wednesday at this time, we talk with uh, Scott Maxwell, who, by the way, writes the Taking Names column for the Orlando Sentinel. And we talk to him about what he's writing about, what he's thinking about. Please welcome Mr. Maxwell back to the program. Hello, Scott Maxwell. Not only was she in the pool, she was buck naked. She convinced Clark to get buck naked. And when he jumped in, it was so cold, he started screaming and woke up everybody in the complex. Mm. That's a good, funny wow. movie, though. That's, <laughs> the best I, one, I, I think, think the best one is when they're having, what, what was it, uh, Christmas Vacation? Yeah. The one with the squirrel on the tree? That, they're all good. When, when uh, Randy Quaid's wearing a dickie. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, who wears a dickie and they're using little loose cups to get the eggnog? I, yeah. I loved it all because uh, my dad was Clark Griswold. I mean, down to the fact that we had a wood-paneled station wagon that we drove around in my uh, family. And he planned all this stuff out, and he thought he was hot, you know what, and everything. So that, that was my life growing up. <laughs> That's funny. Let me yeah. get to, you know, for some reason, and correct me if I'm wrong, I'm getting the feeling Uh-oh. that a uh, that a column that you had this past weekend, I believe, it was, uh, the, the title was, At OPD, Rotten Actions Give Good Cops Bad Name. Am I getting a wrong impression that you got some some negative feedback on that? Yeah, apparently if you think uh, that cops shouldn't uh, throw women face first into the concrete Mm -hmm. and uh, you say that, uh, it's going to make some uh, members of the union piss off. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was a great column. I mean, I and you're absolutely correct. By and large, most police officers, sheriffs, deputies, they do fine work. They're professional, this, that, whatever. But every once in a while, you might run into somebody or we hear some things where these uh, police officers do something stupid in my case it was a motorcycle cop who you know downtown was yelling the f word at me for for no good reason at all i thought <laughs> and uh, anyway so I, yeah i was just wondering what 
But so the, here's what here's what I'll give you. You'll get you can get me worked up on this if you want to. I'm I'm sure. easy to get my uh, engine engine revved up here. Well, one thing I will tell you about uh, me and probably the media in general, uh, we understand people screw up. We understand there, there's no profession. Even saints aren't saints. Good Lord, look at, look at the church. We problems. We get this. I will tell, submit to you that virtually the only time I get start writing about something is when somebody's done something wrong and nobody seems to give a crap. Right. That's when I care. And so uh, when I write, we write something that says, "My God, 95% of the cops do great things all the time," and we write about them. And by the way, I, I'm going to tell you, we shouldn't have to go over and bend over backwards and kiss our own asses. To that every time, right. but there's one sort of uh, sort of culture of cop worship that you got to say that. Even though I believe it, you, you, you got to say that every time. And we've written, and I've written these columns, by the way. I've spent time with the cops who are playing uh, basketball at midnight, with the ones who are tutoring after school. We write all these things, but you can do all that. And if you focus on one or two of these guys that do bad things and get away with it, like the one who turned the World War II veteran upside down and broke his freaking neck, 80-some years old. OPD not only doesn't discipline him, doesn't even have an internal affairs investigation into that. Hey, you know what? I think that's a problem. You know who else thinks that's a problem? A jury. A jury that took all of about five minutes to go, what in the hell is wrong with you, OPD, and and awarded that uh, veteran 800-some thousand dollars. He's still on the force. If I say I think that's a problem, they go, oh, you hate cops. You hate cops, and you know what? Next time you get in trouble, your family gets in trouble. Why don't you call for a pizza instead of nine one one, buddy? Oh, I'm going to call yeah. the cops because that's what the cops are supposed to do. That's where my taxes go. I pay my taxes to support a police department. You and, know, and, and, and the thing is, most you know, of they, the cops don't—they don't feel like this. This is this handful of angry. A lot of them seem to be really active on the union. They, they, the pages—they yeah. seem entitled. They're angry. They, 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 they live in this world where they convince everybody that everybody hates you. You're a cop. You. you you know, we're the only right. ones. You, see, so you need to pay your dues, by the way, and we're going to stick up for you. But nobody appreciates you enough. This is not the majority of the cops I've met. I've met a lot of cops. I've written about a lot of cops. Most of them are good guys. But these angry guys, these defenders of bad, they're starting to be the face. And if I was a good cop, I'd say, hey, you know what? Pipe down because I'm doing a damn good job, and you make me look like a thug. Hey, what's the, what's the deal with this? I wasn't even aware of this. You know, I got my head up my ass sometimes. I mean, the union, the police union, has a website or something, and we're where they have where uh, like an open discussion where cops are just uh, you know online debates yeah, about things you know saying yeah. how how awful our job not how awful yeah. our jobs are but how awful the public is and blah yeah. blah blah what, what the hell is that all about that's their Facebook page so that's generally it it's that, that nobody it. appreciates the the job uh, mm-hmm. that they exactly. that they do and everybody hates them and nobody pays attention when a cop gets killed uh, I mean and and that's as I said in the Sunday column that's more than just just generous that's just a damn lie it's just a damn lie for them to say like the media never pays attention. Right. I mean, we, we've written I, not, not that we shouldn't, but I counted 190 articles on the last officer who was killed. We couldn't give more coverage. I and 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 they, and they create this bubble of false uh, victimhood and martyrdom uh, that they live in. And there are a lot of them that do sacrifices. But I got to tell you, the ones that have done sacrifices, they don't wear it on their sleeve and ask for things the way these guys do. So yeah, yeah, they they got that. I, once again, I don't think the majority of cops. Are, are hanging out on this site, but it is the face. It's the Fraternal Order of Police uh, website, and uh, you uh, you can check it out. Yeah, what's the deal <laughs> with Mina, uh, Chief Mina? And I don't know whether and you know, whether I'm beginning to believe that there's something. What's the proper word? Duplicitous about him. 
Because every time, and it seems on more than one occasion, certainly as it relates to you, he's told you one thing, and then we find out that he's telling somebody somebody uh, uh, telling somebody something else, mm-hmm. or he's telling you one thing, and then we kind of come to find out that he wasn't telling you the truth, the uh, the uh, the uh, the deal with Amazon. Mm-hmm. About, the, the about the cameras, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know it uh, today that I that he said something, and then you found out he went before somebody else and and said something else, you know, diametrically. But what's his, what's his deal? I, I mean, do know. we give him a pass because he's good looking? I mean, and I don't mean that. I don't mean that in, in a silly way. You know, he fits. He Mina fits the. I guess the the stereotype. Of maybe what you want your police chief to look like. Does that make any sense? Oh, totally. Looks I mean, like he's yeah, personable. Sure. He's handsome. He's uh, he's articulate. He's a politician. And I I wonder whether sometimes we in the media tend to give those types a little bit of a pass as opposed he, to others. He's also very responsive to media. Uh, he will talk and return calls. He did. And, he did uh, with me. Good very active in the in the public but yes there there have been there was amazon where if you want to take the most generous uh uh, explanation where he sat and told us, and it's all on recording. This isn't debated, uh, debatable. Uh, there are no cameras actively on the streets of Orlando. And then the next day, yeah. uh, he goes and says something mm, else. Maybe now, not. the most generous definition is he didn't know what he was talking about. That's kind of lame in my estimation to be talking about what you know. But to this day, he's never said to me, "Hey, I, you know, I gave you bum information." Now, keep in mind, this this their public information department would scream bloody murder if we got an initial wrong in right. a letter. You, we need a correction. But he just flat out, you know, lied. I do me about that stuff never been corrected so we got that but yeah what you were talking about more recently is this there's a citizens review board and uh basically this is a group of i think it's nine uh citizens and who are appointed and w- when an officer is disciplined and once again these are the minority of cases they they look at the internal affairs and they say was this handled properly or if a citizen has a complaint um, and says, hey, I got, uh, I didn't think I was treated properly. We're going to take a look at this. And Mina uh, went to the last meeting, and uh, a number of the members said, hey, I got to tell you, we, we, we feel like you're stonewalling us. And a lot of this stuff that we, we were just talking about, like the one officer says all those things on Facebook that I can't even repeat. Right. Uses use yeah. version of the word tarred, which, by the way, buddy, hey, maybe go spend a day at the Special Olympics and talk to some of the moms and dads there and see about all the wor- version of the mm-hmm. word tarred you're using. You know, protecting mm-hmm. defense. Right. But he, you know, they, these they're saying we we don't feel good about the work we're doing. And Mina gets right in front of them and says, "Hey, listen, I want you to know that the work you are doing is valuable. Uh, the, I listen to you. You are performing a public service." And they're like, "Oh, okay." But then somebody pops up with when he was uh, at the union hall for the fraternal order of police two uh, months before, and he gives the union guys a big uh, spiel about how disappointed he is. And this very same people that he was praising to their faces says they don't do a good job. They uh, try to do more than they should. They cross the boundaries and then promises the cop that if he's elected sheriff, there will not be one of these review boards at the sheriff. Well, that will come back to haunt him in some form or fashion. I mean, we'll remember that one. I mean, that's like that. That's, you know, whether well, it's I, a county commissioner or city councilman, the mayor, or the police chief, that's the one you just want to say, you know, kiss my ass. Oh. I mean, it really is. I mean, just, you know, you know, stop with the nonsense. I mean, sooner or later, and what they tend to forget is this kind of stuff. You say something, you know, and then you say something 180 degrees in the opposite, opposite direction. Yeah. Sooner or later, Bub, it's going to come back, you know, 
It's it's on the record. We got you on the record somewhere. Well, that's right. And then in this case, once again, this is all recorded stuff. Uh, right. I didn't even have to. Um, what me drumming it up? I uh, sat there. I and I watched him praise the uh, police citizens review board, and then I saw the video, and I just sent a copy of the a link of the video to the members, and I said, "Hey, what do you think?" And they respond, "What the hell? Uh, you know, <laughs> you, you just you just told me I was doing a good job, I'm valuable. And now you're not only telling me I'm not doing a good job, you're promising there won't be a review. And I got to tell you, this comes back to the first thing: there there are not that many cases of cops doing Correct. rotten things. There simply are not. And yet, if there's this fear, if there's this anger over people asking questions about the handfuls that does." That would concern me. I think if I'm 90% of the cops, the good cops at OPD, the ones that are doing that, I'd want to take this department back. I, I, I'd say enough of making us look like schlubs. Well, we got problems. Let's deal with them. Let's not cover them up. Let's not defend them. And let's not attack the people who are who are asking questions. Yeah, well, it just gives good cops a, a bad a bad name, sure a bad reputation. No question sure about that. Let me move on to today's column, which essentially is you're saying don't look for a big blue wave in the uh in the state of florida i i know you paid some attention to what happened in um ohio ohio yeah 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 (laughs) does that mean anything i mean is that one of those in your opinion canary in the coal mines for the republican party or is it a Democrats don't get uh, don't get too excited about this. Oh, kind of I stuff. definitely think it's I like it's at both, but I definitely think it's Democrats don't get too excited. Every one of these special elections, almost every one of them, has been good news for Democrats in that Democrats are outperforming, and they're outperforming by significant measures of about 10 points on average. And what that means is if it's a district that Donald Trump won by 8 to 10 points before it's in play, or Democrats are or, or have a chance of winning, but like the one in Ohio yesterday, they outperformed, but they lost, Democrats did. And, uh, and I uh, saw one piece today that I thought made a very valid point, and it was actually from Fox News that was saying, you know, they keep outperforming, but they keep losing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, th- there have been ones that they've taken back, but in a lot of these key ones like yesterday, uh, Democrats are losing, and that's the only thing that matters. That's the only thing that matters. And so when I looked at the early voting, uh, which we've gotten, and we've heard nothing but blue wave, blue wave, blue wave, and, and I'm prone to think there are going I mean, to be uh, uh, more Democrat uh, voted in than, than in years past. That, that's how it always works in an off-year election. Yeah. An off-year election, I mean, two years into a presidency, the, the, the body politic likes to balance things out. That's just normally the, the way it does. Mm-hmm. But despite all this talking, you hear Democrats going, I'm just sort of crowing. Republicans are out voting them right now already. By like 22 points, it was like a, I think the numbers I had were like 125,000 Republicans in Florida have cast ballots versus 90,000 re- Democrats. Now, this is a primary. It's not the same thing. But, but the bottom line is it measures enthusiasm, and there's more Republicans who are out there. So I think any Democrats who are just thinking this is going to be a, you know, a cakewalk are kidding themselves because it is easy to scream on social media. It's, easy, or, or, it's one thing to go to a rally, but the only thing that matters in elections is casting ballots. Yeah, have the organization you got to get them registered and you got to get them out to uh, yeah, vote on, i on still think day. uh you know and anything can happen i think i just happen to believe that nelson's gonna lose uh, and no i do i just uh, i mean i'll get a vote for him i voted for him in the past i just think he's gonna lose and i think a democrat will take over the governor's mansion in tallahassee and you and i've said that before and i would um uh, tell you, I generally still am going to st- stick with that. I think a Democrat uh, uh, in the governor's mansion right now looks like Gwen Graham is a good chance, and Nelson going down. However, 
Um, I will tell you, uh, I had uh, a drink last night with one uh, political guy who said he has thought Nelson was going to get pummeled every day uh, since this race began <laughs> un- until all this toxic algae stuff That's true. started. And uh, I don't know that it makes Nelson a winner, but I think it puts things in play because while generally people do not care about the environment in a way that I think they probably should, uh, this is the one thing you can see. We, you know, there, there is a glop shutting down stuff, sending people to the ER, uh, paralyzing charter businesses, uh, communities stink like death and, and mold, and then you have the red tide, which isn't really directly related, but you've got uh, you know, corpses of whale sharks and other things weighing up. It's just an ugly image, and you have people paying more attention to the environment than they normally do. Yeah, I think this is a, a story that's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. The the algae problem that we have, I think, will head more more towards our area, whether it's uh, the Indian River and the lagoon, which are in pretty bad shape already. I think all this stuff really starts moving into Tampa Bay. I don't know how that plays out politically, because then, then it's finger-pointing time where they say, well, those guys in Washington should have done something about this, and then the guys in Washington, Nelson in particular, so well, the governor of Florida should have done something about this. All and, I know, and, it's a mess. Even if people right. don't care about the environment, they do care about getting out on their boats. They, but sure, and I think that's what I mean. A lot of these people that are calling ticked off, like uh, charter captains and, and whatnot, they, these these aren't Birkenstock wearing liberals for the most part. Right. They just want to make a living, and they can't get their prop propeller through the crap right now. Yeah. The, you're right that they'll point fingers at the both ways. What, the problem Rick Scott has is while you can point at Washington and say you didn't do anything, when people point at Rick Scott, they say, "Oh, you did do something." And we had a <laughs> list of about twenty things, and it's things like cut water quality monitoring stations. It's cut algae things. It's cut the environmental staffers. I did the piece the last Sunday where you talk about uh, uh, the, the, the number of environmental uh, sanctions they've put. And, and under historically, under even Republicans like Jeb Bush and Charlie Chris, where they were doing 1,000, 1,500 a year, now it's down to like 200 a year. And, and that, that means trying to stop people from creating glop. So, All right, what's coming up in the next column, Scott Maxwell? Oh, I have something tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Uh, Rick Scott also got beat down in the federal courts, uh, which is kind of uh, funny. There, he tried to ban voting on college campuses. I don't know if you'd seen that. No. There was the, his elections division was going to allow voting basically any public place except college campuses. And a federal judge said that that's not that's not how we do things, bub. Uh, so and what was his and his what? rationale for that was what? Yeah, that's exactly right, Jim. I don't know. I mean, it made no sense. The the judge said the the one thing the state threw up was that there might be parking problems. Uh, uh, that that you know, like UCF might have parking problems. And the, but the judge said, All right, a that's just ridiculous. But b that's something for local election supervisors to deal with, not the governor's mansion to say, you know what, you can't have a single voting place on all in any campus in all of Florida. So, and he, and he really shot it down and said this was this was a bogus, bogus and naked attempt to try to stop young people who traditionally vote blue from going to the polls. All right, there you go. Good work again. Thank you for joining us. My pleasure as always. You got it. Scott Maxwell, he writes the Taking Names column for the Orlando Sentinel. Shot Doctor's coming down the hallway for that Shot Doctor speed round and casting calls followed by the 5-Minute Professor on Real Radio 104.1. Your next chance to win your way to our iHeartRadio Music Festival in Vegas is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. Phillips file for a Wednesday. Thanks to Scott Maxwell for joining us for a couple of minutes. He writes the Taking Names column for the Orlando Sentinel. We talked to uh, Twiggy 
the water skiing squirrel earlier today as well as she gets ready to head into retirement. Shot Doctors here from 96.9, the game Orlando's sports leader, the home of Orlando Magic Basketball. And also, Jim, the home of the Bucks. And tomorrow night at 7 o'clock, preseason game number one, Dolphins and the Bucks okay, at so 7 o'clock. We got the game. Got Shot Doctor uh, speed round, and then we have Shot Doctor casting call. You ready for your speed round? Mm. Yes, I am. What's the matter? You keep looking up at the ceiling. She has a little agitated. Yeah, What's I'm, the matter? Is something ha- bothering you? you know, no, no, I, I'm, I'm working on a lighting here. Something got moved up there, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm trying to get in, get in the right position here without shadows. You want to change the chair? You change chairs, move over to the other chair. I think I got it right here if I don't move this. I want you to be happy. I want you to be, uh, I want you to be comfortable. Oh, I'm ready. Are you ready? I, I got this. Are you ready for your speed round? All right. All right, here we go. This is right off the cuff. I've not, uh, we've not uh, talked about this. This is five things related to sports, and I want you to give me a response. It has to be under 15 seconds, closer to 10, all right? I got it. All right, mm-hmm. uh, here we go. Ready, and uh, Brian France is stepping aside at NASCAR. Uh, NASCAR is in, a, is in a lot of trouble right now, and this only makes it worse. Ratings are way down. Interest is down. Uh, just another, another, bad, another bad day for NASCAR. Urban Meyer update. Our Urban Meyer update right now, he's still on paid leave. My gut feeling is by the end of the week, by the weekend, he will be suspended for one or two games. Then after that, coach Ohio State once again. Orlando Magic of Mexico City. They have two games on December 13th and December the 15th. One of the games is against the Utah Jazz. Pretty cool stuff right there. What's up with the quarterback competition at Alabama? Jalen Hurts is not happy about what's going on over there, but in the end, I still think he'll end up starting over there. PGA Championship. Starts tomorrow at Bell Reeve, Tiger Woods, of course, in the field. My sleeper pick to win, Gary Woodland, Woodland, who won earlier this year in Phoenix. There you go. Wow. wow. Shot talk. He knows his stuff, doesn't he? All different things. Nice. Yeah. Get to go to Mexico City when the That's Magic go there so to play? That's going to be so fun. You ever been I'm there? I'm not to go. I'm Mexico not, City's a great city. It's, I'm not leaving the country. It's huge. Come on. I'm not leaving the country. Why not? I do not want to. I want to travel around our country. I do not want to leave the country. But this is the magic. I understand. It's I'm, Mexico I'm, City. I, I don't. I don't want to leave the country. Mm. You shouldn't be afraid. I think it's safe. Food's great. People are great. Yeah. Big big city. And you're the station of the magic now. Our country is you great. You think Chicago's big? Woo. Mm-hmm. Our country is great. I want to stay in this country. I. I don't want to leave the country. I'm well, the not going to go leaving. They're they're playing two games there. I watch them on TV, but I'm not leaving the country. Uh, okay, all right, okay. I you never, don't have to go. I'm not going. I'm scared. Go. All right, okay. Why you think you're going to get kidnapped? You never know. But I'm not. I'm not leaving the country. I feel very secure here. I think okay. the problem is, you, you you're concerned about being kidnapped in Mexico, and then you're concerned about whether iHeart Media would pay a ransom to get you back. Mm. And you know as we well won't. as I do, they they won't. No, look, there's a program director. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't matter who it is. And don't take we it personally. Won't. It's not just you. It's anybody. But definitely, especially shot. I'm not leaving the country. Okay. All right. Sounds very firm on that. Is what, if the, what if I heard media said, shot doctor, we want you and Jerry O'Neill at 96.9, Orlando sports leader, <laughs> uh, to, uh, to head up coverage, I heart media coverage of the next Olympics. What in Tokyo or wherever they are? I'm not Where'd leaving. I'm not leaving the country. You wouldn't even go to the Olympics. I'm not leaving the country. Oh boy. Ever. Where are the next uh, Summer Olympics, Jay? Yes. In 2020. 20. What are we up to? Uh, What's like Brazil? It, it's, no, it's it's Japan. Japan right? Yes. It's Japan. Tokyo. It's Tokyo. I thought. Oh no, I'm not going there. What? I'm not leaving the country. <laughs> oh, I think you'd love Japan. I like it here. That doesn't well, mean like you wouldn't like too. it there. I mean, but that's exactly. 
You know, I'm, I'm going to go to Seattle in two weeks. That's as far okay. as you'll go. That, that's in the country. That, that's fine by me. Okay. All what right. if they went over to Canada? Would you come back? Would that be okay? Oh, no. I'm not, I'm not leaving the country. Oh, see. You wouldn't even go over to Vancouver? No. It's right not, across the thing there, it's right? It's a beautiful there. city. Oh, I'm, not leaving, I'm not leaving the country. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Ready for shot doctor casting call? I live in a state of readiness. All right. Got a good one for as you. As long as it's in the country. <clears throat> this is in the country. Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go. This, I take a movie. I take a scene from the movie. Then we act it out on the air. In today's uh, case, it's Jack. And Pinkman and the shot doctor acting this out. It's one page. You ready, shot doctor? You're well, I live in a re- state of readiness. Well, I know, but you're gonna have to really <laughs> give it your all. You know, you know, you know. I can. I, I bring it all the time. Mm. A couple of weeks ago, you knocked it right out of the park. I mean, even was... a even a script t- change, Jim, in the middle of my show today did not throw me off track. What do you mean, script change? It was a script change. Oh, oh yeah. There oh, was yeah. a typo. I okay, mean. okay. That's I take okay. care of that right in the middle of the show. Right. Mm. All right, is everybody ready? Yes. Need absolute quiet on the set, please. There's no sound effects as far as I know. It's not necessary in this particular case. Listen to the scene and then uh, text us at Real Mobile 77031 if you believe you can identify the movie that this scene comes from. Everybody quiet on the set. Hit your marks, please. Do it appropriately. Lighting is perfect. Cables are set aside. The camera is rolling. Assistant director, action. Listen to me. If you say his name again, I will kill you right here. A strange threat, Mr. Keaton. I can only assume you're here to kill me anyway. We know you can get to us, but now you know we can get to you. I'm giving you one last chance to call this off. Mr. So, my employer has made up his mind. He does not change it. Neither do we. You got Finster, but you won't be able to get all of us. Not before one of us gets to you. I believe you, Mr. McManus. I quite sincerely do. You would not have been chosen were you not... So suitable, but I cannot make this decision. Whatever you can threaten me with is is ludicrous in comparison to what will be done to me if I do not carry out my orders in full. I'm the guy that's going to get you. I just wanted you to know that. Cut. No. Scared me a little at the end. Yeah, that's that's the point. (laughs) Pretty good, right? Yeah. Pensive. I thought Jack Jack was uh, terrific. Good job. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, really good. Really good. Well, well, you said about Pinkman and Jack, but you didn't say anything about Shot. He didn't say anything about me. No, I thought you were excellent. Thank I you. thought you kind of lost the... Lost? Yeah, the voice. The, the Shot Doctor never loses. You turned into yourself, though. What do you mean? You sounded like you do now. You started off, as a matter of fact, <laughs> you, you started mean? off, and I said, man, this guy, he got it. He got the, he got uh, the accent. accent. And then, something. yeah, and then you went, then, then you went from the Shot Doctor. Yep. I Ooh. lost my identity. You did. Kind of sorting. Kind of lost your identity. Guess is it pouring in, Jim? Yeah, what do you got? Big Trouble in Little China. No. Romeo and Juliet? Mm-hmm. Nine to five? No. Uh, Life is Strange. Ratatouille. <laughs> Rocky and Bullwinkle. <laughs> Pillow Talk. Mars Attacks. Aladdin. Debbie Does Daytona. None of this is right. Lady in the Shot. Mm-mm. And several. Oh, Goonies? Free Willy? Mm-mm. And several guesses for usual suspects, including Brian's guess. Yeah, usual, usual suspects. suspects. Good job. Very yeah. nice. Great Brian. movie. One of my favorites of all time. I've my, seen it. I bet I've seen it twenty times. My God, was I good? You ever seen this movie, Usual uh, Suspects? Not until you show me the clips today. Yeah, I think you'd enjoy it. It's your kind of movie. You would like it. Thoroughly enjoy it. Breakout like film for Kevin Spacey, Benicio del Toro. What year was this movie made? Hmm? 
1990, thereabouts? 93. 89, 90, 91, That's, pa- that's past my wheelhouse. 95, my wheelhouse is the 50s and 60s. excuse me. What? My wheelhouse is the 50s and 60s. Mm. That's my wheelhouse. Mm. Well, you haven't seen anything after 19... No. Well, he saw Groundhog Day. That was, that was like, the last movie he saw in the theater. 1992. I'll never forget. That was a pretty good movie, actually. <laughs> I never really enjoyed it too much. Groundhog Day? It Bill keeps Murray? going over and over and over and over. That's the whole hey, point spoiler of it, alert. Oh, oh, God. Finally, I figured it out. <laughs> a great movie, Jim. Even, even I enjoyed that one. The movies in 1992 and Fort Myers. This is, uh, mm-hmm. this is, this is dark. This is uh, film noir. This is... Yeah, I think you'd enjoy it. You have yeah. to pay a lot of attention to this one, though. You can't get up and go to a potty. You can't have a potty break without or fall asleep this. in your chair. Exactly. I, never, I never do that. What potty break? Like in, in the middle of something really good on TV, it would have to be like a commercial or a really long time out or something else like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. What's uh, for dinner tonight? What's on tap? A salad with Thousand Island dressing and a banana. That's it. That's it. What are you on a diet? You're on a diet. What's going on? No, I've had a lot of food today. What'd you have? I've had... Oh, let's hear this list. Wait a minute. Right, a sliced pork sandwich. For breakfast? Bake. Wait. This what? is this is what I've had between 11 and, and, and about 2.45. Okay, what'd you have? A nice sliced nice slice pork sandwich. That sounds good. Baked beans. Baked beans again. Mm. Coleslaw. Coleslaw again. Green beans. Kind of full. So and when, when you're kind of full, you, you don't want to get really full before you fall asleep. So... Mm-hmm. I, I kind of bring it down for dinner. Just the salad, Thousand Island dressing, and all a right, banana. So, so you have your banana and your salad with Thousand Island dressing, yeah. and then all of a sudden you're going, oh, that's yeah, not going to cut hungry. it. Can you go, do you have in your refrigerator something or go, okay. A go-to I, thing? A go, exactly. I always have a like pound. sliced I, turkey or something? I always have a pound of turkey Yeah. and and wraps. So I, I, have, I have all that. Okay. So you get a little, you know. In case it happens, but I'm telling you right now, I am full. And it ain't going to happen. Yeah, right? what's on TV tonight, sports-wise? Yankees, White Sox at 8 o'clock. I'll be watching that. Last night, 4-3 to three Yankees, next innings. But this one, I expect the Yanks to clean this one up at 9. What's Tiger, uh, Tiger, uh, Tiger going uh-huh. to do in the uh, PGA Championship? Once again, he'll, he'll be in contention heading towards the weekend. Then and Sunday just blows up. This is my last final. I, is. The, the, this is the last Last uh, chance for your major. dollar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have Gary Woodland. Winning this one, Gary Woodland. I need a top five from Tiger. Yeah, think there's I think any chance of that happen. shot, Jack? I think it's just over. actually there is a chance it'll happen. He he's got one last major right here. He didn't play well last week, which means he'll play good this week. Well, play well this week. Yeah. No, it was well he didn't play last week. Right? Yeah, he should have went last. Week. He'll play no, good go this on. week. Oh my god! All right, shot doctor. Good job today. Thank you very much for joining us. It's always fun. You know that next Wednesday I'll be ready once again. I know you will. Shot Doctor is uh, on the Phillips file and is also on 96.9, the game, Orlando Sports Leader, now the home of Orlando Magic, right? Mm-hmm. That's true. And the, and the home of the Bucks. There you go. All right. Five minute professor right around the corner. It's the Phillips file on Real Radio 104.1. It's time to rise above the butt jokes and hemorrhoid humor. Even if only for a few fleeting moments. And actually learn. Something. This is the five minute professor. Always a surprise, always interesting. It's time for the five minute professor. Greetings and salutations, professor. And to you, Mr. Phillips, and the file. Crystal clear today. Wow. Mm-hmm. I think your favorite part of this is the anticipation 
the adrenaline rush of what's it going to be like today. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Might be right. I am. Once I start talking, Ooh. you're no longer interested. You are very interested. Agreed. Up until I started no, talking. No, that's not true at all. That's, uh, <laughs> you know, I have to pay attention to you because invariably after you're starting off with a great lecture, you'll veer off somewhere <laughs> and I've got to cut reel you back. Oh, that almost never always happens. <laughs> What do you got for today? Us today? Yeah. Well, today I was uh, this week for my trivia show. I was researching the U.S. Mint. Oh, the mint. Okay. The mint, and the mint is not what I thought it was, and I find that fascinating. Uh, founded in 1792 in Philadelphia, the first U.S. Mint was the first constitutional structure. The first building that we built as a country was the U.S. Mint in Philadelphia. Huh. And at the time, it was a part of the Department of State. Mm. It was not, because what it did, it would, did not make coins. We think of the Mint as the place that makes coins. Yes, yeah, that's what I think. But that's, that wasn't its original purpose. By 1799, it was an independent agency. But the Mint's original draw, job grew out of the assay office. So where you would have an assay office, you would bring in precious metals... And they would tell you how much they're worth. But the job of the mint was to take those precious metals, to refine them, and turn them into coins, and then give you back coins and only charge you for the cost of the process of making them. Mm. And that's what the mint was. It wasn't about making coins. It was about turning precious metals into coins. And to do it for every citizen. That was the whole idea, was that it, it was... Not going to be a money-making operation. It was going to make enough money to cover its costs, and it was going to be financed by the federal government. You ever get into coin collecting yourself? I am not a numismatist. Yeah, but uh, what about any coin kind collecting? Of or a coin collector. Oh, boy. So numismatists uh, co collect coins or sell and trade coins or study coins. All of those Types of people are covered under the umbrella of numismatics. So a numismatist could be someone who studies them, who collects them, or who trades to sell them for money. And somebody who regularly comes to my trivia shows, uh, his birthday was this past weekend, and he kept it a secret from me. But his daughter told me, so I made a category about the U.S. Mint because he is hmm. uh, a, a fan of numismatics. Mm-hmm. And I do that at all my trivia shows. If you come, you can send me a message, and I'll write a category of questions for you, and then you'll think you're going to get the answer, and then you're not. Oh, and I'm going to be happy. You are an <laughs> uber nerd. Who do you think looks down? You think stamp collectors look down on coin collectors, or vice versa, or both of them, or you know, you think uh, well, like, oh, yeah, yeah. coin collectors? Pshaw. There's the a pecking order of that. Yeah, yes. exactly. Except I think that they both look down on baseball card collectors. Other. Oh, yeah, everyone looks down. Wow. Pokemon. Um, <laughs> yeah, beanie Babies. Right. Yeah, beanie That's babies. at the bottom of the but, pile, yeah. When, when you're a coin collector, you can say the thing I hold in my hand has actual value. Correct. In addition to the pretend value that, that traders would add to it because of its rarity or its perfection, uh, there's real value to what you're holding when you hold a coin. A stamp is worth three cents and then pretend value. You know what I'm saying? Value. So, well, 
Paper money is pretend value. We're pretending it's worth this money. Stamps, we're pretending are worth that money. If you didn't have an application for that stamp, if you didn't have someone to sell it to who would pay you more than you bought it for, or someone who would mail you that letter, that stamp all by itself does not have any what we would call intrinsic value. Never got into that either. Sounds like Bitcoin. I got some stamps. I got a It is like Bitcoin. What's like? <laughs> you have a, you have a packet. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're better it's, off stamp collecting than you are Bitcoin. I'm yeah, telling same. you that right now. Mm-hmm. It depends on how many stupider people you can find. Stupider. Good job, yes. Bill. Mm-hmm. You you buy and then you sell to someone dumber than you. That's that's how money is made mm-hmm. in commodities. Well, you, let me, you, let me you sell write, it to someone who'll pay more than you did. Let me write that down. Find a stupider guy. <laughs> yeah, find that's, a stupider that's, guy. That's the that's, trick now. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> okay. So. The U- in 1973, the Mint moved to the Treasury Department and became the official creator of U.S. coinage. So it hasn't been since 1853 that they made the U.S. coins. Mm-hmm. And then they became a part of the Treasury Department. We've had four active mints and several defunct mints. Jim. The Mr. Phillips. Active. Hold on. Uh-uh. Act- uh- Philadelphia's one. Uh-huh. Denver. Yeah, Denver. I, 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 oh, San Denver. Francisco, San Francisco. San Francisco. That's the S. New York. West Point. Kentucky. West Point. I'm giving you extra points for West Point. Thank West you. Point is correct. Nice Point. job. Mm. One of the, yeah. San Francisco, Denver, Philadelphia, and West Point. West Point is the oh. newest. Uh, became a branch mint in 1988. Mm. Okay. The first three satellite mints were in Charlotte, mm-hmm. New Orleans, mm-hmm. and I'm probably going to say this wrong, but... Delon Delonega, Georgia. No, Delonega. Yes, you did. Delonega, Georgia. Yep. Delonega, Georgia. How do you pronounce New Orleans? Yeah, he said that wrong too. New Orleans. No. 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 It's New Orleans. New Orleans. You have to. Nor, have... It's no. New Orleans. New Orleans. That's where you go to get your vegetables. Oh, see, there it is. <laughs> Aluminium. All you have to do is talk to the mayor of uh, of New Orleans. That's how he Mitch says. Mitch Landrew. Yeah. Whose uh, family has lived there for generations. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And the worst thing you can do is call it New Orleans. New Orleans. I, I watched the Big Easy. That's I believe that was thing. that was a uh, some sort of uh, a biography film of people from there. No. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what's your point? Anyway, the expression, there's gold in them, there are hills. Oh, yeah. okay. Actually comes from the U.S. Mi- uh, the U.S. Mint in... How did you say it was pronounced? Uh, Dalanega? No, Dalanega. Dalanega. So the expression, there's gold and then there are hills, actually originally was coined in Dalanega because all the miners were leaving to go to San Francisco for the gold rush, and there was still gold in them, their hills. Hold that thought. We're going to have some more information on mints and U.S. currency and coin collecting with the five-minute professor, then the pop quiz on Real Radio 104.1. Check up the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. Yesterday I told you about a man that mysteriously died of a heart attack after jumping out of a freezer in New York City. As it turns out, he was a double murder suspect for a 30-year-old case. This cold case just turned frozen. Next, in Amsterdam, even the tourists say there are too many tourists. Damn tourists ruined tourism. They should build a new Amsterdam. In the northeast of the United States. Finally, Free samples at Costco led to a fight between senior citizens. 
Now I know why Jack is so scared of the cheese aisle. Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app. Alexa, play Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio. And transmission. Call now for person, place, or thing. 407 916 1041. Lightstream.com. That's how you get out of credit card debt. Back to the Five Minute Professor, and we're talking about the U.S. mints and coins and coin collecting and all. Give me another minute or so there, Professor, before a pop quiz. You brought up numismatics. Yes. You brought up the, the role of coin collecting. Mm-hmm. Coin collecting ma- makes or takes place at such a dramatic level that decisions are made about how they're going to mint coins factoring in that if they make any subtle change, collectors will buy them all. So sometimes when the Philadelphia Mint can't make enough of a coin, they they mint some of them at West Point, but they don't make them any different at West Point because if they do, collectors will want those coins and it will be pointless for them to have done it. What's your favorite coin? I'm going to have to go... I, I, I have a soft spot in my in my brain for a Susan B. Anthony. Oh. I mean, just a quarter, a nickel, a dime, or a penny. What's I'm a favorite? big quarter. I like a dollar. I like a dollar coin. I love the dollar coin, and you can't find it anywhere no. around much. No. Maybe. I like dimes. There's something about that dime. I like quarters. I like I, quarters, well, too. I, Nickels, I'm not I think fond I, of. The dime might be that it, it has for you a remembrance to when you needed it to make a phone call. Oh. Because I needed to have a dime to make a phone call growing up. So there's a connection to the dime. That's what I think of when I have a dime in my hand. I can make a phone call. Mm -hmm. Yeah, going to drop a dime on somebody. Oh, that's something else. that right. That's what it means. You're going to make a phone call to the cops. Mm Going to drop a dime on you. Copper. One other thing I want to include. (laughs) (laughs) The Fort Knox... Yeah. is a bullion storage facility, but not a mint. But it's actually included in the U.S. Mint Division, and it's policed by the Mint Police. Really? And if the they don't mint have light police. green uniforms, I don't know who would. Uh-huh. Ha! Ah, uh-huh. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> That's cute. Fort Knox is uh, policed by the Mint Police, protected by a cavalry brigade, mm. engineer, an engineering brigade, which is housed at Fort Knox, two bands, and the Armin Human Resources Command for Excellence. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, because irony is a thing, the same facility that has the Armin, Army Human Resources Command has the George S. Patton Museum. Mm. That's probably perfect, isn't it? Uh, he did get in kind of a human resources problem during the Second World War. Yeah, he's oh. slapping soldiers around. Whoops. Yeah, one guy. One guy. I think it was more than one. one. They loved in the him. movie, it was one guy. <laughs> but, uh, you know, what are you going to do? All right, come on. Uh, let's have a pop quiz. Let's move on. Come All on. Right. I don't, time I, now. A lot okay, of time. Go. Question number one. Yes. What year were the most coins created by the U.S. Mint? It was worth over $3.5 bubba billion dollars. Uh, Jim, I'll just take a shot. Um, 1875. Dramatically more recently. Okay. Mm, 1947. More recently. 2000. Dramatically. Mm. 2000 is absolutely oh, correct. Job, Nicely Jack. done, Mr. Bradshaw. Right, there you go. Oh, yeah. The second, so they made 28 billion coins for the year 2000. 
Why? There were two reasons. Number one, collectors collected them because it was from the year 2000. Mm -hmm. And because there was a concern that somehow the computers were going to stop working oh, yeah. so people oh. wanted something they could Why hold in their hands. So worried about that. <laughs> the second highest year was 1999, where 21 billion coins were made. What year did Prince release the song, 1999? Jack, come on. Jack, that would be 1982. That is absolutely 100% yeah, correct. Nicely yes. done. Prince's 1999 has made it onto the Billboard Hot 100 chart four different times. Yeah. The most recent was two weeks after Prince's death. Mm-hmm. The 1999, excuse me, the song 1999 peaked at what chart position in the top 40 in 2016? Oh, uh, Jim, that was uh, that was number three. It was a higher number than number three, lower down on the chart. It was number eight. Lower down on the chart. Ooh, 20. Lower down oh on my. the chart. Fritz. Mr. Fritz. <laughs> 30. Higher on the chart. Come on, Ooh, Pinkman, bring it between on, 20 and 30, Pinkman. Now that we have a range. We have a range. A real yes. range. A range, yes. I'm going to go right in the middle and say 25. You're going to say something a little bit higher than that, you said? Yeah, I meant to say uh, 26. You meant to say something just slightly oh, higher. I guess uh, we got it 27 wrong. is what I meant. 27 is absolutely correct. Thank Carlton you. Fisk. Now 70 years old, wore number 27 as a member of my beloved Boston Red Sox. By the way, they did okay this weekend, Jack. Thank you for asking. Uh, he switched the number to 72 for the Chicago White Sox. Fisk was born in what U.S. state? Carlton Fisk was born in what U.S. state? Oh, Jim. Oh, Near where he played baseball. Oh, Jack. Oh, all right. Go, Go ahead. ahead. Ohio. Further east. Vermont. Vermont is absolutely 100% correct. Nicely done. Oh, wow. yeah. Vermont spent how many years as an independent republic before it became our 14th state? Oh, Jim, that was uh, 30. Fewer. Jack, 10. Vermont spent how many? More. Hey, here we go. Um, no, we've right. down. Come on. 16. Fewer. Mm-hmm. Here we Fritz. go. Fritz. Mr. Fritz. 14. Yeah, 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 yeah. 14 is absolutely correct. Nicely done. So it was an independent. It was an independent republic for 14 years. Then it became our 14th state. Yeah. 14 years ago, what social media site was created? Moira. In 2004. Facebook. Yes. Facebook is absolutely 100% correct. Nicely done. I used my Facebook to look up events in my area that might interest me. For tonight, the 36th thing on my list was a Muslim women's organization book club meeting at the Achilles Art Cafe in Orlando. Hmm. I will probably not be going. I sent my regrets. The book club will be discussing the book Born a Crime, written by what? Late show, late night show host. Moira, Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah is absolutely correct. Fire today. This week, Mrs. Moe is carrying the team on her back. Trying, it's exhausting. Trevor was born a crime in South Africa, which officially ended its policy of apartheid in what year? What year did South Africa end its policy of apartheid? Or that was 19, hold on. That was 19, hold on, officially and apartheid? 1990. Yes. Yeah, 1997. Before 1992. Jack, 1992? Before. <gasps> 1990. Oh. 1990. After. Ah, there it is. Come on, Fritz. Fritz. 
Mr. Fritz. 1993. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, he's I was afraid you'd do oh, that. No. <laughs> Come on, It Pink is Pink. before 1993, Pink Mr. Pinkman. 1991, please. That is absolutely correct. Pink Nicely Pink. done. In 1991, Robert Mueller was the head of the criminal division of the Department of Justice. His team prosecuted Manuel Noriega, the Lockerbie Bombers, and John Gotti. How old did Robert Mueller turn yesterday? Jim. Mr. Phillips. 74. 74 is absolutely Ooh, correct. Nice. Nicely done. In 1944, the year that Robert Mueller was born, the half dollar featured a character named Walking Liberty on the obverse. That's what you call the front of a coin. In 1964, JFK was honored on the half dollar. In between, from 1948 to 1964, which founding father Jim. appeared on the half dollar? Mr. Phillips. Is it Washington? It was not Washington. Who was it? Jack, Ben Franklin. Ben Franklin is absolutely is. correct. Uh-huh. Ben Franklin died two years before, before the founding of the U.S. Mint. He died at 84 years of age. Which founding father and future president was the founder of the U.S. Mint as a part of the State Department? Oh, God. What year did he say it was? I don't know. Jack, 1792. Yeah, got to say John Adams. It is not John Adams. It, uh, it's, it's, it is a president after John oh. Adams, if that's helpful. Pinkman. Mr. Pinkman. Alexander Hamilton. Not Alexander Hamilton because he was he never, was never president. president. Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson is absolutely correct. Great job this week. Thanks to some uh, outstanding work you guys did about the, uh, about the current mints and the fine upstanding work done by Mrs. Moe. This is... This is... No! Hey, we got some bonus points in the beginning. You absolutely did. You have a 98. Nicely done. Very good. Good job, everybody. Very strong A. I love that. Excellent, excellent, excellent. So, is there a topic you want me to talk about next week? I don't care right now. What I care about is... Time constraints. you got a minute. Where are you going to be? In Tomorrow night, I will be... At the Silly Grape in Maitland. Yeah. We'll do live trivia there. It'll also be streamed on my Facebook page, 5-Minute Professor on Facebook. On Saturday, I will be at Waco Taco. We will have another great Saturday evening at Waco Taco, attached to Hourglass Brewery, all uh, in Longwood. And on Tuesday nights in Longwood, each and every week, we play the 5-Minute Professor trivia at Post Time Lounge and Cafe. Mm-hmm. And then tomorrow, I will be uh, recording my podcast, The Hijack. Mm. <laughs> you how you change, doing? You changed the name of your podcast from week to week. At, what, how no, long have you no, called it that? It doesn't work like that. I there, think. there are two podcasts. One is called The Hijack, yeah. which I talk about stuff. Something which has aggravated me earlier in the week. Okay. And then we have a different one where I talk with the mayor of Longwood. Oh, that, And okay. that's called the seven, 1789, The Ben Paris Revolution. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, then. All right, Professor. Good job. I'm going to leave it up to you. I'll leave it up to you for next week's topic. It's the 5-Minute Professor on Real Radio 104.1. All right, there we go. Oh, I like that music. PPT, person, place, or thing. What's the prize, Mr. Pinkman? We have contestants on the line. We need one more. Yes, sir. Today we have a pair of tickets to see Kenny Wayne Shepherd Band and Beth Hart Band this Friday at the Hard Rock Live. Go to realradio.fm keyword tickets for more info. All right, very good. All right, Ashley, first up, uh, Ashley, pick a person, a place, or a thing. Oh, let's go with a place. A place. Thanks to Brad for the category. Thank you, Brad. Thanks, Brad. This place 
Ashley, has a mountain peak over 22,000 feet to go along with plenty of coastline. Has a mountain peak of over 22,000 feet to go along with plenty of coastline. What is this place I speak of? Oh, Nepal. Let's see. Indonesia. Indonesia. That's your final answer. I'm sorry. It's not Indonesia. Moving right along. Close? Huh? No. No. Uh, Jim, clue number two. It's four times the size of Texas. And its population is about 95% European descent. Uh, Peru? Peru. That's your final answer? Nah, stop Peru here. Is that close? uh, I'll give you a. uh, I'll give you a clue. Um, Eichmann. Here we go. um, Was it it Mark or did we just uh, play Mark? Okay, here we go. It has a diverse animal population, including jaguars, flamingos, and elephant seals. What do you think about that, Mark? Uh, no place in China, right? No, it's no place in China. Not even close to China. Yeah, think Adolf Eichmann. Adolf Eichmann. No, boy. That movie's coming out pretty soon. I've never heard of him. I right, think of, wait a minute, I'm through. Dr. Mengele. Mm-hmm. Is that Chinese? No. Dr. Mengele is not Chinese. Dr. Mengele? Dr. Mengele. Adolf Eichmann. Oh, my God. I'm going to say. Uh, Come on, you can do it. India. India. That's your final answer. Yeah. No, no, no. Close enough. Oh, That's really? not close enough. <laughs> Even the right continent. Nope. Well, somebody was when they said. Well, don't give it away. Well, yeah. Wait, that wait, guy. Yeah, I know. Here we go to. Uh... All right, Megan, you ready to go? Yeah. All right, here we go. This is a great clue from Brad. Mm-hmm. Don't cry. It's capital city is a breath <laughs> of fresh air. <laughs> Perfect. I, I get it. Brilliant. Uh, I'll, I'll give you another one. Uh, Madonna. Madonna, Eichmann, uh, Dr. Mengele, Ava Peron. Oh, God. Why don't you give it to her? Messy. The first clue this oh, yeah. place has a very good a mountain peak over 22,000 feet to go along with plenty of coastline. Germany? Germany, okay. That's your final answer? No, not Germany. Here we go. One more to go. All right, Dave, clue number five. This country tangoed with the United Kingdom over the Falkland Islands. Um, yes, the Falkland. Yes. Um, okay. Hmm. Remember? You can do it. Yeah. Come on. Uh, he, you did say Eva Perone, right? Ready? You said. Eva Perone. Yeah, Eva Perone. Don't Do not cry for me. Blah, 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 blah. Argentina. That's your final answer? Absolutely. Yeah, man. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I guess it was the blah, 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 blah that got yeah, it. I think that was a good clue. Oh, gave it away with the blah, 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 blah. Uh, just trying <laughs> to help out. Yeah, same oh. amount of syllables and everything. Mm-hmm. What? No, can you That's that? what I was going for, Pinkman. That's Dr. Mengele. He's still there. Yeah. Oh, no, he's probably dead. No, they never found him. Well, I hope he's dead. Oh, he's been long dead. They found that And Eichmann. if they found him, I hope he's dead again. Yeah, the Eichmann, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, he's like, mm. Wasad, they found him, brought him back to Israel, put him on trial, then they hanged him. Yeah, they didn't think, they, he thought he was going to live out his life in prison. Ha! Showed that guy. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I think I just saw the commercial for the movie yeah. like a second ago. Yeah, it was just on. <laughs> Looks interesting. 
no living there was a short about that um in the florida film festival that we had here and we actually had the um, director of it in here and it was it i got to watch it it was a fascinating little movie and a fascinating story in world history yeah take that you rotten nazi <laughs> yeah i'm saying Phillips file back tomorrow at 3, right after Shawnee's The News Junkie. With Sabrina and Celine, they follow the monsters in the morning tonight. Eat dessert first, grin like a dog, wander aimlessly, pound your conk as often as you can. Buy your books with cash. Bye-bye and take care.